So, so then the banana says, are we having fun yet? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. oh. Oh. You always have the zingers. Yeah, buddy. Uh, welcome. Welcome. Welcome listeners to the low life podcast. Uh, once again, we are back with uh, Scum and Shadowlink, and they are uh, hey, hey. they're back long from assignment. Uh, long live the uh, new flesh, everyone! Yeah, what 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 have you guys been up to? What's going on? Oh, oh, just yeah. trying yeah. to uh, coexist currently. Um, so, yeah. uh, just staring at walls, killing my ear to the ground. Yeah, yeah, young yeah. grown adults to wear a mask, you know. Yeah, yeah, grown adults, you say. <laughs> yep. I wonder what that means anymore. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> we're we're gonna get started here. Uh, Scum, you got some uh, heavy ass news stories for us, right? So what's going on right now? Oh, it is Amazon all the time. Yes. So I got a, I got a, like about three things. Uh, two of them are Amazon related. The first one is the the company is quietly transitioning their warehouse and soon all of their where most of the warehouses to a ten hour graveyard shift four yeah. times a week. Wait, what? What? It is a ten and a half hour graveyard shift, or get fucked. Uh, a warehouse in Chicago, which is a incidentally a warehouse that's also organized their own type of union because it's fucking Chicago and they don't fuck right. around. Right. Uh, management informed them that they will have to work a ten and a half hour graveyard shift, or or the warehouse will close. It's called. They are. It is called in corporate speak a mega cycle. Oh God! No, isn't it just a mega <laughs> mega cycle? Yeah. What, what about how about like what we used to call it? Fucking overtime. Yeah. What about anything over eight hours? You get you get like time and a half. Yeah, but, like, coin, op, but coin ops look get fucked. Well, yeah, that's cool. what it is. D- DC mega cycle. It's just a long <laughs> shift. I'm, wait, I'm not gonna let this. Dude, I used to work twelve. I'm not. This isn't to like. That ain't nothing. This is kind of how like in smaller shops. Yep. When you start talking about like smaller machine shops and stuff like that, it ain't nothing to work like seven twelves. In fact, like I sustained an injury like 15 years ago because I was working seven twelves and I did it for like 33 days and it's a terrible idea. So I don't even want to see motherfuckers working, you know, 10 and a half hour shifts, especially when they're like, isn't Amazon like providing you bottles so you could piss at your station? Like what the fuck? Yeah. What, well, what here's the, the here's the thing. You, all you dirty machinists, you, I don't know, maybe you were moms, but there's a lot of people who have like families and shit. And that's the problem here is a lot of people aren't like, these are not machinists. These are right. mothers who need child support and whatnot. Right. 
So right. DCH1 is the warehouse. And it's been a big target of protests, walkouts, and petitions because, again, it's Chicago. Right. And uh, the new schedule is unworkable, particularly for many mothers, those who care for elderly relatives and others who need to be home in the morning hours. Quote, quote, in this COVID-19 environment, kids are home and learning virtually and our parent needs to be with them. Amazon said, get fucked. My question well, I mean, is, I guess why, they're working what is, overnight. what is the purpose um, of just having a graveyard shift in the first place? That's my question. Is this, is okay. this just, it's, it's like I used to, I worked briefly on an assembly line, right? Over yeah. here, out here and, you know, an automated assembly line and mm-hmm. the way it worked. And this is what it reminded me of is you had two shifts. You had two sh- types of shifts. You had 10 hour shifts, four times a day. And one was during at night and one was during the day. And that was about it. Except the point is I wasn't like shifting through like packages or trying to sort stuff or like I was allowed to go, I was allowed to go pee. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. In this case, again, there's a lot of families. There's a lot of mothers. There's a lot of different types of people because it's a warehouse and it's like shipping basically. It's like, uh, it's, all of this is basically done in the sense of um, Amazon's big thing is efficiency. Because I've said it before, Amazon really hates that you're a human with human needs. They oh, really true. want you to be a machine. Yeah. And the real- really, <laughs> this isn't about efficiency if you're working your people to death. Like, this is a late fucking capitalist meat grinder kind of situation. Like, you can do, there are 20, I don't fucking understand. There's 24 hours in a day. You could do three eight hour shifts and just pay them. You're a multi-billion dollar fucking company, man. Like, break off a piece. Yeah. Where's this trickle-down shit I've been hearing for 40 years? Like, what the fuck? Oh, you know, we got to give these guys tax cuts because that's, that's, that's the only way. Go fuck yourself. That's buying yachts. Lie, I don't make yachts. Oh, it always has been. We knew it. I mean, you had to... Fuck, I've been around since Reagan. I, as a child, I knew Reagan was a moron. You know what I mean? And it yeah. wasn't until later that I heard all the great songs about what a moron he was. Yeah. Like, uh, what was it? Gil Scott's Heron, Gil Scott Heron's a uh, uh, fucking B movie. Like, listen to that track. <laughs> that basically <laughs> breaks it all down. But like, what is this? Like, what the fuck? Uh, I, look, I wish I had something extremely intelligent and well thought out to say, but this is like one of those things where like, they're trying to make their own reality. They're they're They've arrived at a desired outcome and they're trying to like shape the culture of their company in, in such a way that they want to make it mm-hmm. into that outcome. And that's not the way shit works. That's not experimentation. That's yeah. well, it is, I guess if you're testing the limits of the fucking human body, but like, well, you know, it's, these it's, people have kids, these kids are learning from home. You're working overnight. You come home, you're not going to be awake. You're going to be asleep. And you're definitely not going to be at your best for your family, like as far as trying to make sure they learn. But this can all be elite. Why are they having a mega cycle? Just call it the fucking overnight shift, man. Like I've worked those too. It's if you're single, it's great. Like it's nice because you get out, you work your eight hours, sun comes up, go home, nap for a bit. Fucks with your sleep cycle. That's about the worst part of it. When you start asking people to put like you're not even productive after six hours. Like no human is. If you're stuck doing the same fucking thing over and over again, you you start to dull a bit, you know? Mm. Oh God, I can't. What is the thinking here? Like they, they literally are trying to just be like, see, humans can't do what our new robot drones can do. Like, are you trying to prove a point, but also get a workout of people as they die? (laughs) Basically, yeah. Because apparently this is like a tactic that warehouses have been using for a while. It's basically a tactic to cut on labor costs. 
But dude, it's a tactic that like software companies would yeah. do in game development. Like you basically all like you basically hire and schedule fewer workers for longer shifts, and so you have to pay for less benefits. I don't As understand you, that. It used to be like the more hours you work, the more benefits you had. Like no, they, they just want less. Bo- they they're just like nipping it in the bud, and basically like we want less bodies, but we also want to work those bodies harder. The shift is from like one a.m. to like past noon. Why would I, that's I so couldn't dumb. I couldn't imagine having to wake up i couldn't imagine doing that i i've worked night shift for like two years at where i work now and i don't do it anymore because you know i almost died so fuck that shit and it uh it's it's not fun but also my job involved me not doing really doing anything i was a i'm a glorified like like doorman basically at a hotel like it doesn't matter in this you're doing shit you have to think you have to let you you have to pack you have to process you have to scan and if you have to go to the bathroom, then we will apply, you know, we'll apply the electric shock to your testicles, you know. What about if you had four six-hour shifts and you paid a living fucking wage? How about that shit? I Because you'd have enthusiastic fucking employees who'd be willing to, like, oh, yeah, no, I can, I can stick around an extra. Because you'd have that wiggle room. Yeah, I can stick around an extra hour today. But, you know, by making this shit mandatory, you're locking people into, we're not like that. We're not like we try to have we talk about routines and having a schedule and stuff like that. But you, we're not like that, man. We're fucking squishy goddamn people. We got weird needs that pop up when you least expect it. We have shit to do. And, you know, if if this is dominating your life, what, what is your life? Like, you know, I, I, this is so fucking idiotic. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, uh, Jen Crowcroft, a spokesperson for Amazon told Motherboard that the transition to Megacycle provides a longer window for customers to place orders and an improved station experience. It makes it easier for different delivery stations to work together. Yeah, well, maybe we should just fuck off too. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's it, This is going to be like the, this is like the Petri dish because they, these are like, the idea is they want to have smaller warehouses. They want to have, they all, it's a... <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a new type of uh, warehouse they're going to be doing to be able to fulfill the new uh, two-day. I don't know how new it is, but it's the new two-day Prime shipping, and they're going to be ma- they're making new like mini warehouses that can prov- that can make this shit to make it get to you quicker, mm-hmm. and it, they're going to be opening up new places like all over the country, mm-hmm. and that's what this is for. Is all of these places are going to be on this shift. Mm-hmm. So this isn't just like an isolated thing for like we're like okay we're gonna fuck over one Wait, place. So they're only gonna be open from one a.m. to ten thirty. One a.m. to like noon, like or past noon. noon. Like so th- that's it. This yeah. is the this is the dumbest fucking thing I've. Wow. Yeah. So basically, Holy yeah, shit. and it's all to really? get you your junk faster. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Prioritize medicine. Then you prioritize food. You can wait on everything else. You know what I mean? You can wait on everything else. What the fuck is going on? We're in a goddamn, we're still in a fucking plague. Oh, mm-hmm. I see all the news is like reporting. Oh, well, you know, the numbers have gone down as the vaccines have gone up. I'm like, that's not why. <laughs> like it's that it's that's correlation. That's not causation. You know what I mean? Like we're just getting there. We have fewer people vaccinated than believe in fucking QAnon. So like it's, oh, 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 dude. I have sounds mm-hmm. to make with my mouth because mm-hmm. I cannot get a sentence out right yep. now. Crowcroft, the Amazon spokesperson, 
said that DCH1 employees are receiving individual coaching to place them in one of three recently opened Chicago delivery stations, and that no layoffs will be taking place at the facility. Quote, we are excited to have recently launched three new next-generation delivery stations for DCH1 employees, where they can continue to work and grow as an integral part of the Amazon team in state-of-the-art facilities. Unquote. Which is not true because a lot of the workers from that facility have said they've received no follow-ups from management or like any type of accommodations, which is basically get fucked. Yeah. Like you're going to lose your job if you can't like accommodate these new hour shifts because then, then they'll just close the warehouse. Isn't Crowcroft the name of a fucking Lovecraft character? I wouldn't be surprised. It sounds it right. You can't make this up. Like when I saw no. that, I'm like, oh, yeah, of course your name is Crowcroft. <laughs> like you, when you said the name the first time, I was like, you know, I can't really comment on something that, you know, happened to somebody. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like their name. And then the second time you said it, I was like, Lovecraft char- character. That, that's it. That's where I'm just my brain went straight to there because she's doing all that rebranding like Department of Defense kind of thing. You know what I mean? When we started initiating wars, like they yeah, called yeah, it the yeah. Department of Defense instead of the Department of War. I mean, there's just just look at the documents and shit. Like, it's a next generation fucking indentured servant house. Like, what the fuck? Oh my god. Uh, all right, all right, listeners. I, I would in your, just beg you to just listen to all this corporate speak and just let it fade into a kind of tone in your head like when they start talking you tune them out and you look for details and then you just stop using amazon <laughs> like just stop it yeah or gonna, if you yeah. if you have to use it give it the seven day you know what i mean like don't don't do this don't give them fucking reason to kill more people because like aren't they kind of like disneyland where they're like real good at hiding dead bodies and not talking yeah. about it yeah, actually. I mean, not even as good as Disneyland. Cruise Disneyland lines. is like dictatorship. Cruise lines. Yeah. Cruise lines, yeah. Well, they could just dump you in the ocean, you know. Chuck E. Cheese. No, I'm kidding. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Chuck E. Cheese is the biggest murderer of the ball. I don't know, man. You ever been in a fight with a bunch of kids who have ski balls? You just start chucking them? That shit gets, <laughs> it's like fucking high lie. It's <laughs> terrifying. Terrifying. Uh yeah, sometimes yeah. the mechanical robots aren't the most frightening thing, huh? No, no, no. So yeah, wow. this is a developing story. There's no new no there's no news or happy ending yet for that. And uh and it's all thanks to Jeff Bezos. Who oh, yeah. uh, I heard he's stepping down. Yeah, he is. He's but it is isn't. <laughs> means it means nothing. So yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's stepping two steps to the left. You know that's all he's doing. It's oh yeah, you get much less accountability now. He he won't be blamed fun. for anything. Uh, new Amazon CEO Andy Jassy, don't care if I'm pronouncing that right, loves fossil fuels and facial recognition. Oh wow, is this her dating profile? Good God, yeah, this is what he puts on his Tinder. Jesus. Oh he. Okay, I can't tell. Jesse, Jesse's girl. I've yeah, always been confused by even that song. I don't know. I don't they know all look like ghouls. Wasn't Jesse like a name of a character in a fucking sitcom back, back, back in the day? And I can't remember what it was now. I mean, but it, it just screams. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Full house, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh John my God. Stamos. Uh, Is that Stamos's name? Yeah. Stamos. All right. What? So tell me more about this. Jesse's girl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> real. Okay, so Jeff Bezos 
and he's kind of a cyberpunk villain, right? He's a he was the C, he was the CEO of a megacorp, but he started in books. Jesse, Jesse, whatever the fuck, he was the he's the head of one. He really likes fucking with antitrust laws, and the one the other thing is he. Oh, do we even have those? No, no, they don't exist. I didn't they're, think they're, so they're because like, yeah, no, yeah, Disney yeah. owns everything now. So yeah, 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 no, it doesn't mean it means nothing. He he loves yeah. he loves fucking with them though. Uh, he was the head of Google's cloud uh, server uh, division. We actually talked about it last episode with um, uh, AWS, Amazon Web Service. They, he's He was the head, he was, I think probably still is. I don't know how this works when he transferred over to being CEO. But he was basically the head of their server farms. Like, they're the ones who give, like, defense contractors mm-hmm. servers. Yeah. Like, they, they give servers to our, our Department of War, you know? Were they the ones who were like giving the servers to that uh, to Parlor? Yes. Huh. Funny how that went for a real long time before anybody decided to do anything about it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he was the head of that, and he's really big into cloud computing and really big into killer robots. Jatsy oh, is also commissioner on the National Security Commission on Artificial Intelligence, an independent panel created in 2018 by the National Defense Authorization Act to consider technological development necessary to, quote, comprehensively address the national security and defense needs of the United States. Unquote. This guy sounds like fucking Vector from Battle Angel Alita. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, this is straight up, uh, this is autonomous weapons you're talking about, right? Yes. He yeah, really he really wants autonomous weapons. Led by Eric Schmidt, former CEO and executive chairman of Google, in January this year, the panel submitted a report to Congress that argues there was a, quote, moral imperative underlined, quote, to pursue the development and use of weapons incorporating artificial intelligence technology. Jassy is a commissioner on the National Security Community Commission. He's part of that on artificial intelligence. Like, he's part of that commission. They really want death robots. Do, do they not understand the danger for to themselves? Like, oh my god, oh cool, we have an autonomous weapon that has like the an algorithm running to choose like who's mm-hmm. an enemy combatant and who's mm-hmm. not. Yep, that has to has to run on a network, like it has to ping base. It's on some level, which means you're going to get to use those things twice before they're hackable, mm-hmm. like at best. Mm-hmm. At yeah. best, it's so dumb. Oh my god! So like, Wired every now and again, I think uh, their YouTube channel, they'll get some sort of expert in some field, and they'll critique like scenes from movies that deal with their field. And uh, there's this one that came out um, not that long ago. I want to say a couple of months ago, and I wish I could remember her name, and I'm not going to look it up because I don't feel like tapping keys right now. But she she's an Air Force pilot, like a combat veteran, and she was breaking down like behind enemy lines and like top gun shit and said some really smart shit that, you know, like something I'd, I'd never really thought of. Like they always talk about whenever you see a jet, you know, like a, like a dog fight in a movie, one of the jets is being pursued and the, the, the one that's being pursued will like pop the air brakes so that it slows down and the other jet flies by them. And that's not a thing because if you did that, you know, you're just a target now you're just sitting there. And they can gain on you and fucking strafe you like instantly. It, n- it never works the way it shows in movies. So then anyway, fast forward like a month after that or a couple of weeks after that, I see that she's like, there's this footage of her giving uh, testimony to Congress about autonomous weapons and stuff and how we really like, she's pushing it. She's like a big proponent of it. And I was just like, man, couldn't you just have been a cool pilot? <laughs> <laughs> Did you really have to be like kind of enabling this uh, a little bit? Cause like 
autonomous weapons are not a good idea, especially if the machines determine that they have like, you know, like what kind, what level is this a shackled AI? You know what I mean? Or is this going to be like, yeah, what level is- of autonomy is it going to have? Like the, all of these questions are fucking academic and also philosophical. Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, I don't think that there's any way to program a, an AI to uh, exceed its limitations. That said, um, I mean, unless it's a learning AI, but I don't think that that would be a very good idea to put a learning AI into a drone. Um, right. But uh, I mean, the question of whether or not they can make an AI like a drone that is able to distinguish friend from foe and also be not susceptible, not able, uh, susceptible to outside influence. I mean, that's just or conscience. Uh, yeah, uh, God. I mean, I'm I'm going to like downgrade it even further from that. Is my worry would be, let's say, like, yeah, these things become hackable on like day two, right? Because they mm-hmm. will be. Yeah. I'm more worried about, let's say, you program it to say go after people of a very specific political affiliation because well, facebook is yeah. public. what if you say okay go well, after that's all every- it ever is go after everyone and also this ties into like other shit that this fucker's done because their facial recognition technology that he was heading he was heading couldn't distinguish black lawmakers from criminals and mm. uh that's the pro- other problem is what if you just set set your autonomous killing weapons because let's say it gets in the hands of like i don't know terrorists and you just yeah. set it to, okay, kill everyone who looks like this. And all those people are black and brown. Oh, yeah, and yeah. that's what we'll have. Because people suck. Is like, I'm not even worried about it getting How? consciousness. I don't even know if that's going to be a thing in okay. our lifetime. What I'm worried about is you just set this thing to an algorithm, and it does the algorithm, and the algorithm is genocide. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, well, that, that's the other part of it, is what they're trying to do is murder without guilt. Yeah. Which is impossible. And money, 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 money. Well, yeah, definitely money. But I mean, at at this point, it's more like a jet fires a $6 million missile at a $5 tent. And then they they just renew the contract. Like that's the mechanism that's happening right now. Because these, you know, we haven't like won any wars since World War II. Like it's, we've just fought them. And it's been always to like a standstill or a defeat, like, you know, Vietnam fucked us up man and all this shit in the middle east hasn't been great either i mean it's been fucking just one-sided as shit hitting fucking weddings and stuff and just like hospitals left and right and being like oops no you don't oops you fucked up if you have a specific beef i think what it should be i mean this is stupid and idealistic but what i think it should be is okay you you're the leader of a country you got a beef with another country you two get into the fucking ring you know, like, that's it. Duke it out. Or do some really, really fucking wicked, like, handguns. You get handguns in, like, 10 square miles. You fucking find each other and fucking settle it. Yeah. You know, and either it ends with a gunfight or a card game. But, like, don't get the rest of us involved because we're busy doing shit. You know, like, the, the, the idea in America is that they fucking work for you. That's the idea of public service. Yeah. You know? and, so like even the um, president would be like ranked below a civilian theoretically, like in terms of the importance of like, I don't know, the hierarchy of people. And, and you might not think that way. And I, you know, it's, it's a weird wonky thing that I haven't quite figured out. I think root beer is involved, but like you get to this point where 
your representative is telling you what to do, you know, and then in the background, yeah, in the background, they're fighting all this bullshit and then they don't even fucking report on it. You know, like I, I can't be like, I can't really trust many fucking news outlets. You know, it's just really tough. Oh yeah. I see the party line. Why are we talking about fashion in the second hour at all? There's still shit going on in the world. I got to go to fucking BBC and then that's not good enough. So I got to go to guardian. I got to go to, you know, everywhere else. It's. I think uh, something that we're realizing as a culture is that capitalism doesn't really serve the interests of free press very much. I mean, no. all you really have to do is watch uh, Nightcrawler to... Dude, uh, sons, Washington Post. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was just about to say that, where I'm like, bring yeah. it back. It's like, yeah, your news outlets are owned by these fuckers. So, like, it doesn't... You know, nothing matters. Like to their to their credit, they've they've called them out a bunch, but you know they definitely do it with softer gloves than some of the other, like even Wall Street Journal, mm-hmm. great liberal bastion, Wall Street Journal. Yeah. But like yeah. uh, <laughs> the worst thing about the Washington Post and, and just like the paper model at the moment is this paywall. Like they're fucking Washington Post. Like tagline is Stop. "Democracy dies in darkness." <laughs> I'm like, God, I'm awful. like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was the AV Club, but. Uh, Maybe uh, they just—I don't know. They've just been doing <laughs> other. Doesn't doesn't Amazon own them too at this point? Because they're probably. Like, I don't yeah, know. I was going to say like, like maybe anymore. I don't know. Disney, Disney, they're my default answer. Um, they just—if I don't know who owns it, it's probably Disney. Like, just, <laughs> or there's a deal being made at the moment, you know, to make sure that happens. Yeah. Well, talking about Disney and evil corporations, the one thing at least Disney doesn't do is support fossil fuel industry, which is what. Jesse, Jesse here uh, does they it, to the point where like they've gotten like again AI and algorithms involved. It's mm-hmm. called the Carbon Cloud. <laughs> catchy, catchy title, right, guys? Yeah, it's, uh, that sounds ominous. That's what yeah, that's basically, about. it just uses computing and cloud computing and algorithms to basically handle the shipping and where to drill problem of oil drilling. So basically, they're able to drill more shit out of the ground quicker and more efficiently and therefore adding to our problem growing climate problems oh so they could just like bop, 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 get the holes in the ground get it out and then move on because the algorithm is telling them to uh, quote that is a game changer unquote uh, god oh man i just uh-huh. Nothing's going to get better with Amazon. Like, it's still, like, if you're going to take away nothing from this, it's, like, it's all going to be shit. It might even be worse. And I can't really find any information about, like, Bezos' role of how this is going to affect the company because everyone just kind of agrees it kind of isn't. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he's going to be, you know, Mr. Puppet Master. uh, Yeah. He's, like, the latest Lex Luthor ever. Yeah. He's just boring. All of our villains are so fucking boring. Oh my god, they're just so boring. I they're mean, not we, actually we, like improving we, yeah. anything. It's been over ten years; these motherfuckers been running shit, and it's just like, well, I, you know, like the greatest thing in the world is receiving mail. Give me a break. Give me a break. Yeah, you know, like oh, that's all we have. Motherfuckers, they could have been, you know, helping out with the COVID thing, but no, mm-hmm. they just want to send more motherfuckers to work because you know what? Less mouths to feed. Yeah. This is so fucking bleak and dystopian, and oh, people are just really, really hanging their hopes on this new administration just because they have daily fucking press conferences with someone who can string ten words together. Oh, it's <laughs> just because the bar is low doesn't mean we can't like try to improve where we were. Yeah. 
you know, like, but no, why would we do that? We've grown accustomed to this fucking horse shit. Oh man, am I in a mood today? <laughs> I love it. I love it, buddy. Woo-wee. Oh. So, all right. So, all right. Fuck, fuck that. Fuck. We know that like dude's basically just giving up uh, uh, his forward facing. Like we're never going to see him again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and yeah, he's still yeah, yeah. going to run shit. So like this changes nothing. He's not fucking stepping down. He could. That's the fucked mm-hmm. up part. Like he literally <laughs> could have stopped. He could have stepped down years ago. And it's just like, no. Why do you need to? If any, if you walked in, did you ever watch Hoarders? Why are those people <laughs> fucked up? Why are they considered oh, fucked up? Man. And then this is fine. This is something to be fucking worshipped. This is pathetic. It's so fucking pathetic. Oh, cool. He, he, he oh, dude, to... I love the size of your resources, dog. What the fuck? Get the yeah, fuck out of here. We worship that in America for some reason. And uh, uh, he'll never has to work. He doesn't have to work. He never has to work. Generations of his family will not never have to work ever again. Yeah, like hundreds of generations of his family. Like, yeah. It's you know, we're not gonna get all these cool like fucking warp drives that with like cool names. It's gonna be like the Bezos drive and it's gonna be like the Bezos fucking station. And, no, uh, no. A that Bezos. station though will have ads on it. That's what, uh, that's the thing. That's the one thing Elite Dangerous gets right. So you know. Yeah, like we're gonna have advertisements in space. There's I no- expect that. I expect that. I mean, you know, we're two years past Blade Runner. They had fucking neon and shit everywhere. I, I'm disappointed there isn't more. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The one fucking we'll big kaiju in Pacific Rim in Hong Kong. Oh my god, dude! I want to live in that world. Show me that shit. I don't even know what's going on anymore. Well, the good news. Good- Give me the good. What's the next story? Let's fuck oh, this shit. Well, it involves us because we're on it now. Oh, Adver- yeah. App placement, app placement. We're on Spotify and Stitcher. And, uh, anyway, Spotify wants to listen to you. They want to hear you. They want to smell mm. you and feel you. Long live the long live the new flesh. Tell, uh, tell me more about the smell part. I don't know, man. Like the point is, is uh, they just wait, pack- wait, wait. What? No, go ahead, go ahead. They just, they can't smell you. But they can't hear you, and they want to listen to you intently. They just patented a uh, t- identification of taste attributes from an audio signal. It was a product in uh, from February 2018, and they finally just got the patent for it on the 12th of last month. And the goal is to gauge listeners, quote, emotional state, gender, age, or accent, unquote, in order to recommend new music. Basically, they want to listen to your background noise and how you talk and what you sound like and who you could possibly be just based on the sound and accent of your voice and recommend you things. And honestly, the best way to contact our podcast in this case is just say fucking in the mirror three times and we will appear. Mm, Yeah. And uh, yeah, they want to accurate. They want to quote intonation, stress, rhythm, and the likes of units of speech, unquote, in order to know if you're feeling, quote, happy, angry, sad, or neutral, unquote. And immediately when I read that, the the first thing that came to my mind is, yeah, you're right. What kind of mood mood music would you recommend me as a murder is taking place behind me? Yeah. Or even like, if when I'm like, you know, like, I suffer from depression. And sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, it just really hits to a point where I just kind of sit down and disassociate. And I like don't really rock back and forth or nothing, but I can lose an hour just sitting still. I want to know what music you'd recommend for that shit. Is it going to be Aphex Twin? It's like, you know, <laughs> Square Pusher? Or are we going to like some Brian Eno, you know, music for airports? You know, like what, what, are, what are you going to do to me? 
Uh, that's terrifying on a level, like several levels. Hey, buddy. I, I swear a lot. Do you want some low twenty four seven lo fi playlist for your disassociation session? Yes, but only for twenty minutes. You know, like <laughs> is it gonna? <laughs> Have you ever listened to my fucking DJ sets, man? I can't even keep that shit straight. It's like you will go from bluegrass to like death metal in a fucking move. And it'll make sense. Like it'll make sense. But like it doesn't. That's not. It's just me. That's what you're dealing with, especially as I keep drinking beer. Um, I don't know. I mean, aren't they already doing this? Isn't this already a thing? I mean, Apple, Alexa, Google. Yeah. 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 I mean, Alexa's doing it. Apple's doing it. Fucking Google's doing it. When you got, you know, if you have it on your phone and shit, like, I mean, I know this because I just look at my feed. These are not things I don't search for much. I'm always, I I look up my fucking podcast to check stats on my phone. That's really like all I use Google for. I have noticed, I have noticed the camera on my phone. I, the camera on the back of my phone, the uh, lens sometimes adjusts as I'm looking at it. So, Hmm. Something must be using the uh, the camera function at that point. I don't know who electrical or what tape is, but yeah, yeah, uh, uh, it's just, but... it's just me. Don't worry about it. Okay, you, okay. You sleep. You sleep really weird. You make weird faces. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you, no, you I mean, smell amazing though. Like that's... <laughs> <laughs> no, I I mean maybe it's just my age, uh, my age group, but as long as like these big corporations, these big entertainment corporations are just trying to, you know, use my voice data just to sell me shit, I guess there are worse things that could happen, but still annoying, fucking creepy, but like, I mean, just well, I think, you know, imagine that they're doing all this shit and, and obviously they're not just doing it for in the moment sales. You know, they're doing this to build a database based upon your profile after you because they already know everything else. Yeah. Like almost anything you've ever used on a large scale has been hacked at some point. So some of your information is already fucking in these, you know, data lists that are going around and being sold yeah. on the fucking. Well, that kind of brings it back to this other problem, too, because the word gender appears over and over again in this like report. And part of the patent is, quote, gender recognition system that can be used to extract the gender-related information from a speech signal, which is inaccurate. And, like, do tell. Why? Okay. Recognition software? Why is it all, like, fucking... You know, I like my Etsy... Anti-progressive. Yeah, like, I like the fact that my Etsy thinks I'm a goth teenager. Like, a goth (laughs) girl teenager. I really like that my Etsy, at this point, Because it's not invasive. It doesn't. Yeah, and it's accurate. I am a goth t- girl teenager. It's <laughs> accurate. Those are my tastes. And like, <laughs> you wouldn't figure that out with my voice, okay? Or maybe you could. I don't know. Listeners, let me know. Do I sound like a goth schoolgirl? Let me know. Um, <laughs> but like, this shit is the idea of like, you're literally just going off of someone's voice. And that is something that can change or fluctuate or like, or has no meaning whatsoever. Yeah. 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 And I mean, this this is like lending to this, like if I extrapolate all of this shit to going toward the profile. So it's building this profile of you that may or may not be accurate to any you know degree. It's going to eventually limit your choices mm-hmm. because you're only going to be suggested these things and you're not going to think it's just going to be an infinite diversity of the same thing instead of like 
I don't know. I'm just bummed out that Springsteen did a Jeep commercial, frankly. You know what I mean? Like, and, and so, like, I, I, just, I express displeasure about that. So I never see a Jeep ad again. But, you know, conversely, they also don't uh, suggest, like, Springsteen's latest album. This you know kind of I mean? stuff is just like it, you're being stalked by an AI. That's basically what mm-hmm. it is. And but mm-hmm. they never get to see the full picture. Uh, and I don't know. It just that's yeah. that's bothersome. You know, you know what the shitty thing is with all this, and it's mentioned in this article too, and it's been brought up to the Spotify too. You got y'all can just ask. You can have a survey. Yeah. And they're yeah, like, no, that's not efficient. That's not efficient enough. That's not tech bro enough. We need to have, we need to listen to you breathe. That's like, get the fuck out, man. Like, uh. yeah, you can literally just have a survey. It's like, hey, what, what kind of music do you like? It's like, no, they're like, no, that'll take too long. We need to like, we need to invade your privacy. I, and like, uh. literally, for things that I would freely tell them. You know what I mean? Like that, that is the most insane I mean, the same. shit in the fucking world. Like, dude, no, nah, this is the kind of shit I dig, man. Like, it's like the same, same problem I have shit. with, um, with, uh, Netflix though, is, um, they're constantly looking for feedback. Um, right. and it gets to a point where they just end up, yeah, they just end up sending you suggestions of the same variation over and over again. I'm just right. wondering yeah. why they're developing technologies to, get to that closed loop that closed uh like confining definition of what something else thinks that you are why are they trying to get that process finished quicker it's more quickly clear, it's closed-mindedness because they never take into consideration that tastes change yeah well, or that you're seeing... you know a human being and mm-hmm. right they're not seeing a complete person. They're seeing literally a pair of eyes, uh, maybe possibly a pair of ears, um, a mouth, an asshole, and a like your whatever fucking your dick or vagina. Like that's all that they really are looking at because they're selling specifically to those things or to things that like lead to those ends. Like the idea, it's you know, it's that pleasure principle thing. You know what I mean? Like they're always trying to kind of show you like ah oh, you know here's the aspirational life you could have if you fulfill like you check these boxes and stuff like make it's the old you know like way back picket fence two and a half kids dog you know mm-hmm. yard you know lawnmower like that's that's happiness apparently and uh I hate to hate to spoil this for you but it ain't and then um there's all this other shit that like you're not learning I, I remember when it was harder to look stuff up on the internet, I had much more, more like just an, a much easily, much more easily diverse reading list. Yeah. You know, it was, it was just cool. It wasn't suggesting me stuff. It was just like, well, you like nonfiction. Here's other nonfiction. Yeah. It wasn't like it was top selling. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. And, and, and I'm always constantly disappointed by best selling, you know, nonfiction. It's just yeah. like almost almost consistently like i, I want the weird friendship yeah yeah i, I mean, want the weird friendship by a talented writer that's all yeah I don't, I don't give a fuck if everybody read you know fucking celestine prophecy get that the fuck out of my face like i want to i want to read some real shit uh but yeah this this doesn't exist yet it's just been patented but this is definitely something they're going to be working towards and so it's aspirational yeah. yeah and please remember this is also the company where the ceo blamed artists for not making enough money uh, because they weren't recording uh, enough. Oh, God damn. Yeah, no, I'll oh, never yeah. give them a fucking penny. Like, yeah. I, I I use them on, uh, like, when I'm playing video games, like, for free. 
but I just have to deal with the fact that they're going to play me like four minutes of fucking commercials every whatever. The, the trick, though, is listen to like extended length ambient or dub radio like stations on there because all those songs are like 15, 20 minutes long. So you're going to definitely worst case scenario, if they play three songs, get about maybe 45 minutes of fucking peace before they're like, hey, would you like to buy these socks? These socks are cool socks for you. And then they, you know, they do that for over and over again. And then you get back into crazy, weird dub ambient shit. And like, uh, I hate them. I hate all this stuff. I don't like ads. Like, I don't know if they get it yet, but every time I open like a YouTube thing and then it gives me like an ad and there's like five seconds to skip, that's an automatic skip. Like put that in your fucking algorithm. How about listen to me say the words every time that happens uh, out of my mouth, I will say something like, well, that's another product I'm never going to fucking buy because it's just like, you're interrupting my shit. If you want to have one on like at the end, cool, I guess. I still don't get how like, it's more than like, it's just, it's nonsense. It's speculation. I don't understand how ads make money. You know what I mean? They make money because they get paid, but I don't understand like why that demands such a top fucking dollar. Like didn't Reddit, I didn't watch any of this fucking football game that happened over the weekend. Didn't Reddit do a five second ad? And then people, yeah, they apparently they did like a five second ad and apparently they screen capped it and then it went viral because that was the plan. You know? <laughs> yeah. Which, cool. You know, like, I, I whatever. Guess, I don't know. I don't know. Fucking like, nice move, dude. It's the pay, um, it's the uh, pay by click kind of thing, right? You get paid for how many times someone clicks something, which is why we'll never do that ever. I, and yeah, it's, I, like, how does that it, work? It, like, so if you get clicked a bunch, like this, you get money you get paid out of a, a couple. Pool? You get, if you get, uh, okay. Right. S- SEO. If you can't yeah. explain okay, hold on. it in two sentences, then I, it's probably I a scam. I could, ex- I can't explain it to you, but like basically, you click an ad that whoever gets like a few cents, and sure. the more someone clicks on it, the more money you make, and that's why ads are like awful and intrusive, and like want you to take down ad blocker when you go on certain sites, is because that's how websites now like make almost the entirety of their money, and it sucks because yeah, I wish there was better ways to make money like you know we, we advertise i'm not going to say it's a bad thing but we're very specific about what we advertise for well we're and, not part of a network that's forcing uh, yeah, other ads uh, apart. yeah we yeah. Like know you listen our to audience podcast. right yeah and okay. we, we know our advertisers like yeah. we have a relationship with them so like that's that's cool yeah but i mean and, and that's the way i think it should operate i just think you know when you get to these giant brokerage houses of just like fucking they have an entire roster of people to advertise with you know that's why you you know you listen to like a political podcast and then they'll have an ad for some product that these people are specifically speaking against as an ad in the ad break oh those are great you know? yeah oh yeah and it's it's just no shit you know like of course it doesn't matter again they don't see people is people they see him as ears eyes nose mouth fucking you are a product yeah and only the parts of you that use the product you know what i mean uh-huh. like they, they see you as a, a collection of parts not as like a person not as a like a whole fucking thing it's just i hate this so much it's so boring yep well move well you know oh, man yeah. nope <laughs> no. nope got nothing i got like yeah. look up daniel eck the ceo of spotify like that dude's a no that dude's a maniac he's weird he's he's the epitome of why i hate like startups and tech bros he's he's a fucking crazy person yeah i mean it's not like spotify wasn't it wasn't even the first like there was like pandora before it and stuff you know what i mean i don't understand i don't understand what makes the thing fucking popular i don't know why we're not all on fucking myspace anymore like (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I saw somewhere that, that there's some uh, young lady who has basically reinvented MySpace like from the ground up. And it's I got I can't remember what it's called, but it's like the same thing. Like yeah. it looks the same. And a buddy of mine's like, "Yo, dude, I'm on here now. Fuck this." <laughs> and I was like, "You know, <laughs> not a bad I really, idea. Not I really a bad thinking idea. About it. Especially if you get to do that thing like they did in MySpace, where your name was like, um, I don't know, Prickle McBallsack. Like that, that could just be your name. You know, like you don't have to verify anything. You could just there you go." <laughs> Uh, oh, that was so cool. That was a nice dystopian for Yeah, how you feeling? How you feeling, fellas? It's good. I need to lift your spirits. Oh, boy. yeah. Let's, can we dial it back and, a bit? I mean, what do you what do you got, Shadowlink? Please, I have got. Please, well, I've got some better news. Um, in video games over the past week, I just found out that Steam has been holding a games festival for, uh, which ends tomorrow. And a lot of cyberpunk drink, uh, cyberpunk games that are upcoming have been uh, have been dropping uh, some demos. So uh, oh, we should we should mention that we're recording this on Monday, and if you're hearing this on Friday, yeah, well, so it's over already. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, life. but it, it happened. So God damn it, it happened. So yeah, a bunch of stuff uh, dropped last uh tuesday i think or wednesday uh, on the third um so no that was five days so that would be thursday i don't even know i don't Ugh, know man. i can't do it right now. time dude it's cool um but some of the games that stuck out to me were e- eon drive uh okay yeah if you just go to uh steam um what i like to do is i like to go to a game with a cyberpunk tag click on the tag it'll list every game uh uh that has the cyberpunk tag on there uh some of them are a little a little bit of a miss but um anyway eon drive yeah 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 that this one's a uh kind of like a cyberpunk runner it takes place in barcelona which is interesting you know you, uh, you don't really see uh um uh cyberpunk game i want to see more uh cyberpunk stories that take place in uncommon locations you don't see a lot of cyberpunk that takes place in like africa or india right. or south america yeah yeah that would be dope oh yeah. my god i would love yeah, that so much it should be happening yeah, yeah I mean, seriously i like, get sick of looking at these just vertical fucking gray lines on everything you know what i mean yeah, like we can- and like singapore singapore is a super high-tech city nothing has yeah. taken place in singapore which is insane to me I it's a terrifying to- place too don't yeah. do crimes in singapore <laughs> no <laughs> oh my god um oh my so yeah eon drive is a cyberpunk runner um or a uh, a speed runner uh platformer kind of thing um, there's a game called justice.exe where you play as a lawyer for artificial intelligences. I'm sold. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. Is it, is it, is it like, like, uh, Ace, uh, uh, which, uh, Phoenix, right? Phoenix, right? Ace attorney, right? Ace attorney. Yeah. 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 Um, there's a game called glitch punk and memory lost. Uh, which are both top-down shooters in the vein of Ruiner or Hotline Miami um, or Neon Chrome um, and Lacuna, which is an adventure game, a pixel art adventure game, 
which looks really cool too. Nice. So right on. Um, and in the meantime, we also have uh, another game. Well, a uh, book that is coming out. Uh, I believe on. Hold on, sorry, I'm looking this up on my phone right now. Uh, I th- it comes out. Oh no! Wait, it came out um last week, I think. All right, let's or, go. No, nope, it came out this week. Comes out on February 9th. It's called "The Future Is Yours." Okay. The description is for Ben Boyce and Adi Chaudhry. The answer is unequivocally yes, and they're betting everything that you'll say yes to. Welcome to the future, a computer that connects to the internet one year from now, so you'll be. So you can see who you'll be dating, where you'll be working, even whether or not you'll be alive in the year to come by forming a startup to deliver this revolutionary technology to the world. Ben and Adi have made their wildest, most impossible dream a reality. Once once Silicon Valley outsiders, they're now its hottest commodity. The device can predict everything perfectly from stock market spikes and sports scores to political scandals and corporate takeovers, allowing them to chase down success and fame while staying ahead one step of the competition. But the future that sounds terrifying. That's, yeah. That sounds co- complicated. Oh yeah. No, it, it sounds, uh, I mean, I really, I really dig this sort of like, uh, mm-hmm future predicting like plausible future predicting science fiction like psychopaths mm. or minority report or um, pie yeah yeah where uh mm. the idea is that you can predict all of these different patterns at the same time and mm. create an accurate picture of the future because in a way i kind of feel that, like that's what cyberpunk in the first place is meant to do sort of i think i mean it kind of is a warning, yeah. you know, in a lot of, yeah. Yeah, I mean, or dystopian fiction in general, speculative fiction, uh, the idea behind that is to try and... It's not as fantastical as uh, as other versions of science fiction can be, um, mm-hmm. like the space opera or something like that. Um yeah, yeah. Uh, but like predicting predicting trends and stuff is definitely like kind of more hued to reality than. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, like I, I just watched Synchronic, and it was basically like kind of about a pill that lets you travel into the past. I still yeah. really liked it because the story they were telling with that, you know, mechanic. But you, you know, you had to kind of skirt past the fact that I'm like, how would that exactly work? What is this pineal gland shit? Like the only. <laughs> <laughs> but well, but what I they mean... did do with it was solid. Like it was a yeah. good story that they were able to tell. But it's not cyberpunk. Like this, I like this. This is like again, you know, speculation. Yeah, trying to yeah. see what's going to happen. The trick becomes like how, like do so. They're not. They don't make this computer available. Yeah, that's uh, the vibe I'm getting from that. Anyways, okay, um, all right. I'm hoping because like if they did make it available, then they would have to use like everybody would be using their computer against each other in order to like guess everybody, and then it just puts you back to where we are. Yeah, that that is uh, an interesting concept that I wish would be toyed with uh, more in science fiction because mm-hmm. it's always it one person awesome. who's got like a, a time machine. But what if like a bunch of people get their hands on a time machine? What happens then? 
comedy. (laughs) (laughs) All of the paradoxes. Like high comedy, dude. Well, speaking of high comedy. Hang um, on, hang on. I got one more story. Uh, Oh, shit. Okay, sorry. My bad. I just wanted to bring this up. Uh, Unfortunately, it only came out um, on Apple TV, but there is a documentary out now called um, A Glitch in the Matrix, which is all... Yeah. Yeah, which is about uh, um, simulation theory and about the idea that... Yeah. That the world that we're living in is not necessarily base reality. Uh, yeah, I heard that the whole thing is uh, like animated. Is it? Dang! I, I, like, I mean, like I want CGI to, and I wish VR it wasn't and stuff. on Apple TV because I mean, it's. I think you can rent it because I remember I, I've like moved past it a couple of times. Like we rented a movie this weekend and stuff, and I was right. just like, "Oh shit, what's this?" Right. It. To be honest, it was nestled in a group of like I just did the most recent releases. And if there's a if there's a subcategory of 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 movie that I absolutely have no fucking patience or time for, it's like every snowboarding movie like compilation <laughs> ever made. <laughs> because they they always they always have these like titles like Crest in the Wave and like Outrun in the Avalanche, like some some fucking like highfalutin poetic title and really all it is is just a bunch of dude bros for fucking going down a mountain <laughs> and there are so many of these available to rent that they, you'll see like nine of them and then like the movie you're looking for is like in the middle of it and they all look like they're like a rom-com you know like every single one of these titles like they have like a sunset like it's an action movie or something none of them actually look like fucking dude bros going down a mountain on a snowboard and this one was nestled in the middle of one of those. So I kept scrolling past it for like five fucking straight days <laughs> until I saw an article for it on the internet. And I was just like a glitch in the matrix. Oh, great. More dude bros going down a fucking mountain. So <laughs> I hate like getting back to just algorithms. Fucking get your grouping shit together. man. Like, what kind of Listen snowboarding video this. do you think that would be? You know, glitch in the uh, matrix. Does he like put on no clips and just like go through the mountain? No, it's always the same thing. It's a dude with fucking GoPros and handhelds watching their buddy biff two times and then do it right. And it's always done in like <laughs> ultra slow motion so that that fucking spray of snow just blows right up behind him, dude. Just see it. <laughs> fucking, I just look. I like 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 snowboarding is cool. I don't need every single fucking snowboarder in the world to make a movie about it i just don't i don't i don't need to see that it's 5.99 to rent you know what i mean are you kidding me get the fuck out of here put it on youtube and then you know do do uh do get a get a promotion like work work for fucking monster energy or some shit you know like yeah okay get the fuck out of here oh my god yeah so, so sorry sorry about that but you know it looked interesting once i finally found out what it was about i was like yeah. oh shit and then i heard it's like kind of animated the whole thing is like in okay. vr or something nice yeah that's cool. no, uh, that makes something... sense yeah that would not in vr not, not like you put goggles on yourself but well, like they've made they... the, they've actually made vr documentaries before they made a uh uh vr documentary for zero days which is about impending nuclear apocalypse i think Sounds oh awesome. uh, due to insecurity of the Pentagon or some shit. I don't know, but Stuck I, watched it. <laughs> I swear Watch. I thought you were going to say like instability of like water, which is what would actually happen. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, just, you know, yeah. Uh, 
but yeah, it just seems interesting. Um, seems very much up our alley. Uh, and I'm definitely all, a better all, movie. But uh, yeah, the uh, article that I saw for it mentioned that most of the people that are interviewed in this movie that believe in uh, simulation theory are all men, which I think was mm-hmm. a, an interesting thing to point out. Um, yeah, wonder what exactly that tells us a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this has to be a simulation, dude, or else I would just be getting like laid every day, man. <laughs> Well, uh, when you think about like fucking Elon Musk. He uh, yeah. he obviously thinks that uh, that reality is a simulation because he fucking has all the cheat codes. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah it's really easy when you've work. like never really suffered consequences yeah. to think that this is yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah. Fake. I mean, like that's why that's why he here. smokes weed on uh, fucking Joe Rogan or whatever it was. Oh yeah, oh dude, he's so cool, man. Yeah. No, he, oh. he can just get away with that because he's a fucking asshole. Oh, my God. You know, he he started from, you know, nothing but being the child of Emerald fucking minor, like, slave owner yep. parents. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. whatever. I had that leg up, too. Didn't you? Um, right. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking, oh. speaking of stimulations and fucking holograms, it turns out. Hell, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is what you've been waiting for, folks. Hell yeah. <laughs> you didn't know you wanted it. Yeah, because we didn't mention it before. But we watched a movie over the weekend, and uh, it was 1995's Hologram Man. And I have thoughts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. God. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, yeah, so I watched the trailer for it, and um, it's like two minutes, 30 seconds long. It basically gives you the whole movie, but it's... in that old 90s way, <laughs> where it's somehow, it somehow doesn't ruin the movie. It just makes you go like, what? No, yeah, we... it, it tells you the story without telling you the story. It's basically just yeah. the whole movie in itself, but... And it's, it's really poorly cut, but I and here's the thing: we, my uh, my wife and I, we did a count of explosions in the trailer. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now: I know it's not right because part of what we did was if it was an explosion, but they cut to a different camera, I counted it as a new explosion. Okay, okay? because fuck them. Um, <laughs> I got 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 33 at least. Man. If you do that, it will be slightly fewer if you combine what is supposed to be. The reason I counted each cut was because you could have just shown one cut. And really you would have to show me three cuts. Absolutely. And make, you, could have made a, you could have made a 90-second trailer. You know, like, holy fuck. So, yeah, no, that happened. Please, like, get back to us. Uh, another, uh, let me just point out again. We are on Twitter. Come and get us. Fucking, that's where I'm answering comments about this shit. So, you know, I'll handle you. I'll handle you there. Okay? You handle me there. Fight us. Fight us. Come get us. I'm um, going to say I actually, like, okay, I actually really enjoyed this movie and I wasn't expecting to. Like, <laughs> Same, like same, same, same. But we'll get we'll get to that. We'll oh, get to that. Man. Let's talk about the opening. Uh, the opening is a gunfight that lasts twenty fucking minutes long. <laughs> context. The there is no context to this gunfight, by the way. It None. is just a gunfight. It's amazing. Between it's amazing. cops who have their cops have never looked like this. Cops have never dressed like that, ever. 
I mean, yeah, it's Vice. like some faux 100%. military bullshit. Yeah, uh, but they have like caps. They have yeah. like military caps and they're wearing oh, fatigues. And in no time have cops ever appeared. Like maybe like, I don't know, mall security. Oh, also, like, when is this movie supposed to take place? I, I don't know. No okay. idea. No, I have yeah. no idea. Like, I, look, so there's like the, the corporate fucking cops. The cops are corporate. We just get that out of the way. Everybody's owned by a corporation. This is basically like the Amazon of fucking, yeah. you know, everything. Um, and they they're they're cutting edge futuristic cars of Ford Taurus. So like <laughs> And they have like now, the bad guys have like Mad Max cars. Like, did you guys oh notice that? Like oh they, no, have, they just have that one. They have that one fucking the one. well no, they have a truck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have, yeah, yeah, that station wagon with this fucking metal wedge on it, and it explodes in the this scene. Like <laughs> we'll get, we gotta back up. All right, so like the, the cops versus the so the two cops that we're supposed to follow, one is played by a great, this great actor, John Amos. Yep. Um, and, and he's, he's the vet cop. And then there's Dakota. And I don't remember the actor's name, even though I think it's on the fucking He, he looks like a mix between Jake Gyllenhaal and Nick Cage. And he's got, oh, that, a, God, that's he's, accurate. Got, he's got a uh, long, luscious mane of hair. And oh, then man. he pulls back into a nineties ponytail. And it is mm-hmm. just, Oh, he, he didn't, Majestic he looking. was wearing a he's wearing a suit jacket but he didn't have the sleeves rolled up you know what i mean like it, it was that's why i'm like is this the 80s because it's in 95 when it, anyway. so there's this great moment where like they they point out john amos is not using a regulation firearm because it's like a fucking deagle it's just it's like, <laughs> and then like in the middle of this firefight we're like these or the, all the bad guys are wearing leather jackets and trench coats and sunglasses um, except for this, there's this one guy that shows up later on and he's my favorite dude who shoots a gun in this movie. He doesn't have a single fucking line, but he just smiles. Like he has this like big old grin on his face whenever he shoots a gun. And I love it. I, it's just, you're just owning the moment, buddy. Go for you. Like that's, that's so fantastic. But John Davis is, is, he has this gigantic fucking like handgun and you know, Dakota says, Hey, that's not regulation. And he goes, these aren't either. And he shows you these bullets and I'm like, hey, who gives a fuck? So he loads it. Every one of the bullets detonates a car. Like it's just, a, <laughs> yeah, I like, know. It's like he loads in like these red bullets, and I'm like, yeah, all right. Well, that's not something special. All right. I mean, like break- every car he hits just <laughs> boom, and I'm like, this is the shit. And it is not <laughs> obvious. <laughs> it's not also, obvious is- what year it is. It's like he just no. loads in these magic bullets, and suddenly he like just is uh, like exploding things, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, like why isn't this guy fight over now? Yeah, but no. No, it's because it's it's Dakota's first day on the job. And then there's this, okay, so they, they get this guy. He's like one of the henchmen. He's he's alive, but like he just hits the ground and he, he can't move. And there's a car flipped over behind him. And this is after we see the awesome station wagon wedge car just come in and do his fucking action shot and explode things and fuck shit up. And then it explodes because he I think he hits it with one of the special bullets. But um, it, it makes a comeback later, <laughs> which I love. Anyway, um, so John Amos is, is, is playing a cop and he says, you smell bacon burning or something. And boy, is that backwards? Like, yeah. That's, uh-huh. Yeah. I thought that was a weird line. I thought that was an awful, cause like, I'm like, don't, is he even that? Like when did cop killer come out by body count? Like it, this is old. Like they've been calling cops bacon for a while. How do you, what's going, you're John Amos. You get away with it. So, um, yeah, yeah. 
And then, and then like after this whole thing, you find out it's like Dakota's first day on the job and stuff. And they find out the information from this dip, dipshit um, that, that, that Slash Gallagher, who is, is our bad guy. <laughs> what a name. Yeah. By the way. Oh, wait, no, it's uh, his name is Nathan or some shit. Um, yeah, something and like he, that. He fucking hates it when you call him that. So yeah. he's like, my name is Slash. And I fucking love it. Um, this dude is uh, played by Evan Lurie, and I went down a fucking. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh yeah, buddy. Yeah, I, had, I had to look this up too. <laughs> I looked him up, and he's John Lurie's fucking. He's his brother, and I love John Lurie, man. He's this great musician who's been in a bunch of Jim Jarmusch movies. He has this series on YouTube. I think I sent you guys one of them. It's called Fishing with John, and he just goes fishing with famous people, and it seems like it's really boring and stuff, but it's not. It's like fucked up. So this, so this, this dude is, is, uh, he's been in all these like Jim Jarmusch movies. Um, he's, he's, he's a musician in his own right. And he's, he, he's in a band with Evan called the lounge lizards. What's even better than this though, is when I looked up Evan, it came up American composer, like actor never, it didn't like, you had to scroll out a little bit to get to that part. And I was like, but he's actually really fun. Like he he could have done more of these like straight to fucking video masterpieces. Like yeah, dude used to be like a stuntman and a martial arts coach oh, yeah, and no. had like a, had like oh, a, had guys. like a crippling steroid addiction and it was like it, uh, he has a, he owns an art gallery now. It's a, he's a weird dude. He's a of fascinating course. individual. Yeah, yeah. And, and here's the thing too. Like when I was telling. Uh, my wife about this we were scrolling through like hbo and shit and there's this this show that pops up and i was like oh yeah you know this, this guy john Lee does this thing it's called fishing with john and there's a show in there called painting with john and she's like is that the same guy and i'm like i don't know and i went and i looked at it i'm like son of a bitch he's got a new show on fucking hbo about like he, he like moved the fuck out of america and he's just painting and stuff now and I, it looks amazing oh my the God. guy's just well he's i great. mean he's great his filmography might be a, a little short but i mean it's it's kind of amazing to look at though because at least half of the movies are some version of cyberpunk. Uh, mm-hmm. There's yeah. Shadow Warriors, which uh, I think is about some sort of uh, escape bioweapon project. Uh, Fan- yeah, fantastic. Anything? Uh, half man, half machine, programmed to do anything. Anything. Global Mi- Cybernetics Inc. is making technological history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same uh, kind of thing. Uh, T Force. Oh, Cyborg 3, which is by the same guy who did um, the Nemesis movies, I think. Um, oh, God, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and then this uh, T-Force is also uh, is also about uh, killing killer androids. Um, so, well, yeah. He's consistent. Yeah. yeah he I wrote mean, this. Like, he wrote oh, no, Hologram yeah. Man. Like, that's the other yeah. thing we want to, like, establish. Like, he oh, wrote shit. Hologram Man. Oh, shit. And, you know, to his credit, you know, he's the bad guy, but he doesn't really take up a lot of this. It's not like it doesn't feel like an ego project. It feels like he really wanted to make this fucking movie. Yeah. You know, and it, it's 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 on it's on film. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can yeah. see it because <laughs> there's some scenes where he comes off a little bit flat, but there's other scenes where he is just owning the fucking scene. I, and it's, you know, this guy would have been right. a fucking amazing wrestler. I mean, yeah. Like, oh my god, yes. Or, With those like oh. white boy like braided hair that I can't like get <laughs> my mean, mind over. Clearly, Every time I look at him, I'm like, dress, you? but man, I'm like, man, what, oh, dude? Why? I'm like, every time I look at him, I'm like, no. 
Well, all right. So like, there's, so they introduce him by basically show him fucking. He like, yeah. yeah. And then this this scene <laughs> is really really sad because like this is the only introduction you get to his girl uh, friend. Uh, I believe her name is Tracy, and you don't find out her name until she gets killed in this bonkers bus car chase by getting shot by the hero who's driving a limo and aiming somehow out the car while steering and swerving through oncoming traffic. Yeah, as you do, <laughs> as one does. Yeah, you, Her only yeah, introduction is literally her on top of him, too. So, like, yeah, you yeah, see yeah. her part. I mean, it doesn't look like real sex at all, but... It doesn't look like real sex, first of all. And second of all, it's shot almost, considering what I've seen, like, in cinema in general, and especially especially in these kind of fucking like straight to, you know, DVD straight to video, like sci-fi movies. Yeah. Pretty fucking chased. Yeah. They could have, they could have. Yeah. I mean, it's like, uh, aside from him being on the bottom, you know what I mean? Which is like, huh? Like that's all you get. I mean, the room. Yeah. It's just like, it's a completely pointless cutaway is what it is. I mean, it really is. It's just, they throw that mm -hmm. in there and that's how you, you don't see either of their fucking faces. And the next thing you know, there's a goddamn bus. (laughs) <laughs> you know they or no 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 no, no, they, they're, they're, no it's even worse than that no they're they're fucking and then they cut to the cops talking to the governor who just nonchalantly talks about being the target of a terrorist attack as if well it comes with the territory like he's super chill about it and i'm like did you not see like what his people are doing all over your city you fucking piece of shit like Governor of all of California, mind you. You know what I mean? (laughs) And he's the ultimate. Uh, Because now the corporation is called CalCorp, which is California Corporation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it has like its own things. And we'll get to that. But like, you mean to tell me that like if something happens to the governor of California, this company is next in line of succession? Sure. Okay, fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because if like, you know, if Biden dies, Amazon will obviously step forward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean. So uh, the gov- it comes with the territory. The governor is informed that, hey, shit's going down. And he's like, no, we're not going to change route because of that whole, like, I don't want to show weakness bullshit. And then they make a real big point of showing that Dakota is a good cop. Like a couple things happen oh, in this man. car ride, you know, that are like, oh, fuck. One of them is he like uh, John Ames, uh, Amos makes fun of him. And he's like, he even carries the regulation book. And he pulls it out and shows it to him like a dork. And then, like, <laughs> so Slash has a bus. He wrecks a bus stop. He goes out of his way. He's on the road. He has the bus. He knows where he's going. And yet, he still has to kind of go to the curb a little bit and knock this bus stop over. And people have to run out of the way. And he's just like, ha, ha, ha. And I guess that means he's a bad guy. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what else you would do if you just hijacked the bus. I mean, right? Like, I, mean, I think I'd be hitting the shit. Um, you know, and he's still got people in the bus. There's like old ladies and stuff in the back, which is fucking great. Yeah, that was like, great. I love it. Also, but like then, the other thing I want to talk about this with this one too, and we're going to oh, talk yeah. about it for a few <clears throat> for a few points in this film is this. It, it there are some shots that were basically like stolen from drive, like even the camera angles. Like, there's a lot yeah, of oh, yeah. of lack going on where I'm like, oh, he just stole a bus. Like, even like. Let me tell you, this scene is cool. They fuck that bus up, but like, oh, they it, fuck this bus up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they really do. Yeah, they get their money. Cut the top off. It's, no, it's 
Yeah, yeah, but a lot of this is from Drive. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah. Is like there's that's I can't stress enough. There is no original idea in this movie's head, but I still yeah, like right. it for somehow. <laughs> it's like a remix. It's literally a remix. It's like a. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. It is a it's remix. A, it's such a re- mashup. It's a giant fucking. It's like oh a, my god, just a big old fucking ninety minutes of mashups. Like I, it, <laughs> there is. Oh, oh that's, that makes oh, me feel so, so much better. Glad you said that. So, but then they, they cut back. To, to the limo so you know you got the you got your two cops and then you got the governor yeah. and um then then you know john amos you find out right here right in this moment that john amos is going to die because the governor <laughs> mentions that like oh yeah you know you, you ought to retire man you've been at this game for so fucking long and the guy's like i wouldn't know what to do with myself i'm like well he's dead in the <laughs> like that's an automatic right there the money ran so, out we have to we have to kill you now yeah what the fuck and so like it, it happens Okay, we're at the attack now. Like, the attack is happening. Uh, wait, keep in mind, this is still, like, the, we're not even at 20 minutes in this movie yet. And it's just been, like, mad gunfight with sick explosions, two thrusts of some fucking, and then a giant bus and limo car chase with just carnage. And uh, you see this bus coming. You see, like... Slash is in this bus and he's coming. He's got his. You don't really see his girlfriend, but she's like she, she's holding on to the fucking. She's standing next to him, you know, like you would, where, where you're about to get on and off. And they're just like plowing through stuff, and they're just yeah. He's all excited because he's driving like a big boy, fucking just wrecking shit. And then out of nowhere, there's a semi truck that has like a wedge on it and stuff, and it fucking comes out. Of, and they never set it up. They just show it, hit a car, and the car, this cop car, breaks in half and explodes. Yep. Yep. Every car explodes in this movie. Like it's fucking amazing. It's the thing. <laughs> you know, we've heard people complain about this for decades at this point. That like, no, that's not how- Mythbusters had episodes about this shit. They do you just Google it, look it up on the internet. Just go into fucking YouTube and just be like, can a bullet explode a car? No, not in every instance. Like a very specific set of things has to happen in a chain reaction for it to work like that. It, you know, it depends on the size of the bullet, what you're actually hitting. Is it going to cause a spark or punch a hole? Like all kinds of shit. Nope, not here. Every single one of these cars is just like filled with fucking propane. Like just they're lined with it. Like the entire, like between the, the, the in the body of the car, the chassis of the car. It's like every, a bunch of panels instead of fucking airbags because it's the 90s. There's no airbags. It's just all fucking propane all the time. Like anytime. And everybody, like, oh, and, and the barcode. <laughs> and the, and the, one of the, and, and all I the cards have barcodes. On this. Well, like, the, there's barcodes. All the license plates are barcodes. Yeah. I fucking love it. That's the best that. detail in this movie. Yeah, that's that really great. That's great. Yeah, I forget yeah, about no. that. Oh. So, uh, yeah, no, there's a bus. We're in the bus versus limo. Like a bunch of shit's happening. You know, roadblocks aren't happening. They actually recycle this one scene of these three cop cars trying to form a roadblock, but they cut before the third car can get into fucking position on the second one. It's great. Um, but this, 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 the, the, the bus is like, like ram in the back of the limo. And they do this one shot where, you know, they have a whole fucking weird, like corkscrew ramp set up. So like when the limo hits it, it does a corkscrew lands and keeps going. And it's, probably one of the best stunts in the movie if not for the fact that moments before that slash drove a bus under a sign that was too low and it ripped the entire fucking top off it's this chase is bonkers it's fucking insane and i it makes no sense and i love it i love it (laughs) yeah no like i can't i can't say this enough everything looks like shit 
because it looked yeah. like they recorded this on like a handheld, but like yeah, camcorders, like the stuff yeah. you do a fucking family reunion with. Oh, like, they blew so much. They fucked that bus up. They blew up so much shit, and it all looks like garbage. And but I, they, yeah. you, you could see where the where the money went. You could see what their budget was. Yeah. used. and the I'm like, budget is on screen. It's not like these guys probably all like they were sharing fucking trailers if they yeah. didn't just drive home when they were done shooting. Yeah, like this, it's filmed in L.A. It looks like. I mean, I can't yeah, but it's like. They, they probably filmed it in like the neighborhood. This option for them. Um, oh. Yeah, budget just went into uh, all those explosions and that scene where they were in that fancy foyer, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just to get access. Yeah. And to throw a fucking dummy off a ledge, but we'll get yeah. to that. <laughs> so the, the bus and the limo stop. By now, Slash's girlfriend has been shot in the stomach and is dying. And uh, it, it, it is, is dead, I would imagine, because she's still. Okay, like the bus comes to a stop and she doesn't move at all. She's not coughing. She's not breathing or anything like that. And he gets like when she gets shot, he yells Tracy. That's the first time you find out her name. And then so this is minutes later. Well, he kisses her. He kisses her. And then he screams her name. Oh, that's right. And then he he does. uh, Okay, so we got to rank this whenever it happens in a movie. When a character screams no. Um, I'm giving this one a seven out of ten. He, uh, it wasn't quite um, Lance Hendrickson in Alien 3, which is I, my high watermark. That's a 10 out of 10 right fucking there. Mm-hmm. Con- no, context doesn't matter in this either. But this is a, he, it's a, it's a, it's a Stallone, like, no. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it a good like, I would yeah, say a seven. Seven, like. seven's a pretty solid answer. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I care about this. I care about this person. After that, like they established it. That's the weird thing about this movie is like for a long time you don't hate the villain too much, and we'll get to that. No. Like about oh, we'll get into that. Yeah, so it's like oh, I'm like yeah, no, I feel sympathy for this dude. I mean, I hate your fucking hair, but I feel sympathy for this dude. And then, like, immediately after he says no, he walks out. He doesn't even, He leans out of the bus with an Uzi and kills like four cops, like immediately. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. And he he's got that big boy out. rage. It's like, Oh, it was it, with his left hand too. He's holding the gun with his left hand. It's impressive in a really fucked up way. Um, so, <laughs> so then some shit's happening. You cut back to like Dakota. He's trying to get his buddy uh, out. Um, Wes. By the way, I, out of the I just want to note right now that Dakota isn't spelled like North or South Dakota. It's spelled D E C O D A. Dakota. Like, like a decoder or something. I'm sad now because I didn't even look up the. Is that, is that how you, wait, are there any Dakotas out there? Is that how you normally spell that? Uh, Dakota is normally spelled D A K O T A. Yeah, that's weird. I'm yeah, that's weird. but Dakota, it sounds, you know, like I mean, Twista. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, okay, so right, so this this is what what I you know my prediction comes true. Um, Dude's dragging, uh, you know, John Amos over to the side of the bus for some reason because, oh, yeah, um, Slash has the governor and he's got a gun to his head. And then the dumbest thing ever that is also my favorite thing happens where he decides he's going to do this weird three bullet uh, fucking Russian roulette. And then he's he puts the gun and he's like, bring it up to his head. He's like, oh, I don't want to play this game anymore. After he explains all of the fucking rules. <laughs> I'm just misunderstood. Did you guys catch the uh, the bad edit where uh, he shoots the governor in the head and then it just cuts uh, to the gun against the blue sky, even though he was standing in front of a bus just a second ago? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. 
some of the oh, editing in this movie is just is just wild. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, this is one of those ones where you don't even try to figure it out. Just roll with it. Just yeah, roll with it, bro. Yeah, yeah. It'll get better. It, it's just it's, so it's just basic information. Uh, bus slams into car, car explodes. That's all you need to know. I mean, mm-hmm. it yeah, doesn't matter if it's the same car as it was in the last frame. It's just no, no, know, no, no. Yeah, it's it's great. They just swap <laughs> out and recycle all yeah. through this fucking movie. Oh um, man! And he also, he also has this amazing line here where, like, I think John I mean, is like before the gun thing happens, he calls him sick, and he's like, "Oh my god, like, yes, yes." <laughs> Yes. Straight up in his best Stallone, he's just like, I may be a little misunderstood, but I'm not sick. And I was like, ah, oh, I love this movie. This was that was the moment oh my God. where I was in. I was yep. like, okay, I'm in. I want to see more about <laughs> yep. this fella. He seems nuanced. It seems to me like he actually <laughs> No, this is the same guy that in the first scene you see with him, he's like, my audience awaits. Right. I saw this oh. dude's ass before I learned his character name. <laughs> I mean, well, no, you didn't. You saw her ass. You like never. Oh, this is. Oh man. So so anyway, so basically, what what how this resolves is, uh, he he aims the gun at John Amos and it doesn't go off. Ooh, and then he's getting ready to shoot at Dakota. <laughs> oh. And then uh, Johnny was jumps in front of him and gets shot in the chest. So like there, there you go. That was happening. Yep. And then he rushes him because the gun doesn't go off or something. And then they have literally like a three punch fist fight. And this becomes more absurd later when you see what both of them look like without shirts on. Because um, <laughs> Evan Lurie is is literally eighty pounds heavier than yeah, our hero. Yeah. He's a big like, dude. He's a big fucking dude. And he's like, later too. Oh, like, okay, guys. He just, just picks dudes up and starts throwing them around like nothing. And uh, you yeah. don't see the hero doing that. Him for him okay, reasons. he just lost his girlfriend. Okay, god damn it. He's all, oh, he's all mad. He's all mad. But he still <laughs> yeah. takes like takes like two, three punches to the face, and then the cops show up and aim guns at him, and then he walks over and cries about his partner dying. And then we get this insane like you oh. never see the court case they just have this very this narration where they're just shoving his body into the thing to turn him into a hologram yeah they like talk about it like it's nothing new it's like yeah we're gonna shove this man into like an algorithm and i'm like wait hold up you're doing what now yeah (laughs) (laughs) the list of crimes goes on for like seven shots dude having a long career be doing terrorist things and having bad hair and it's it's just so much. It's so much. Like he he's the leader of the like what Brotherhood of Evil or something. No, shit? like the National fuck? Revolution Front, something along those lines. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. still don't hate this dude. I'm like, everything you're saying, I'm like, rape wasn't on there. And I'm like, all right, right. that's all I care. Yeah, that's no, all I care. Everything he's doing is like kidnapping and, and and like anti-corporate shit. Like he's he's basically an anti-corporate terrorist. Yeah, there were no sex crimes on this list, and I'm like, all right. I'm yeah, down, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm okay, okay, you're winning me over here. Yeah, you know? like. So he sells, he's sent into this holographic stasis while his body is reprogrammed, and we might as well just call it Demolition Man because, like, it is. It's it's, it's ripping that off, but mm. in a lawnmower man way, which is where you get the remix. Ooh, I didn't know. I didn't know. Ooh, I did yeah. not think about lawnmower man. Okay, okay. Yes. Which uh, came out three years before this. Yes. So um, apparently, uh, being turned into a hologram is real painful. Because, like, while he's sitting in this fucking iron lung room, he's just, like, he's, like, he's, like, lashed down to the table. And he's just, like, Aah! and then he's, he's got this, like, silver onesie. 
He's got yeah. like a condom suit. That's what I called it in my notes. Yeah, basically, it's like they dipped him in paraffin and then that was it. Quote, yeah, the quality of my notes, quote, pure light being in a condom suit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And it just, and it, it, it's just, uh, and then it's okay. So then he's, we fast forward apparently. Um, I love this. I love this so much. Oh man. Because <laughs> the news... <laughs> The news is on and they're talking about this like fucking biodome kind of thing that they're going to put over the city to kind of cut like pollution. And that that's the yeah. point where I'm like, that was the big thing back then. Like it really was like really? dome cities on earth. Holy shit. You know that? Well, like, you know, it's shittier, like straight to DVD movies. Like the okay, city yeah. that you would always be going to where the rich people live before they could figure out that like maybe put them in orbit, like Elysium, you know, like we have to live out here. Yeah, and, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But then, like, they start so, talking about it, and I'm like, I saw ads for it on the side of the bus they fucked up. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what does that have to do? I'm, again, that made me say, what year is this? And then we get it's to, like, like, we're building the biodome, and I'm like, what now? Well, so they're doing this news article, and they're kind of like, they're like, as they're pulling back from it, they're just showing the shot of the city, and then it's just like this fade to where, like, the dome was suddenly on the same photograph. Yeah. Like, yeah. someone just painted it on. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, fucking flying car. Back, Oh yeah, yeah. The flying, flying, cars. Yeah, the flying car that you learn. Oh god! And then the, the ad keeps going, and it lets you know it is five years in the future of the previous events. Right. And right. Because yeah. they were like, "This is going to take five years." And then Dakota at turns the point, news off. Yeah. At this point, apparently. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go you ahead. Find out. And then his girlfriend says, "Because Dakota has a girlfriend now, who you find out who she is in a few minutes too." But like, she says, "It's illegal to turn off corporate news or corporation news or something." Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm like, like, "What? Hold on, uh, what?" I'm like, it's been five years and it's like 300 years into the future. Okay. So, yeah. But you get dumb and one flying car, man, like everything is going to be fucking bonkers. I now, mean, right? well, oh, yeah. if Cal Corp is supposed to be like Amazon and Disney at the same time, then yeah, at least, like, okay. Cal Corp is more honest about who they are because their symbol is literally an Illuminati pyramid with an eye on the top. At least they're really open guys. We're the Illuminati. And it's like in the, the corporate logo sign that they stapled onto the parking garage that they used as their base of operations, which ex- just it's it's almost perfectly measured, so that like you, uh, I would say take a look at it. But it's as wide as the like block it's covering, hmm. so it needed to be bigger, is what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, by the way, because did, did anybody notice uh, on the the cop cars they had uh, to. To protect and serve in quotes, but they were on like little signs that looked detachable. Yes. On the sides yes, of the door. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, they were like stickers, like magnetic yeah, stickers like, or some shit. What? <laughs> I mean well, because they're all they're all four Tauruses and shit. Well, like <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I just want to think of like an in canon reason why they would have this. Is is there like is this for like public relations reasons? So they can going out and committed crimes. Today. <laughs> yeah no you can you can get cop cars at auction oh man yeah those are a thing oh, yeah no i know i know i've seen i've seen that I mean, that's been around since the blues brothers i mean at least yeah. if not longer you gotta think of that whole bit about how like it's got cop shocks cop brakes cop engine you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no i'm just saying i'm it. just saying in the context of the story specifically oh, yeah, like no, if they had good. they just slap a uh, magnet that says to protect and serve on the side, and then they just take it they off. They take it off when they make certain stops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah when they, I'm just uh, they, 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 they didn't have like ads on the cars. I mean, yeah. I know this movie isn't that 
nuanced, but like, I mean, it is in some ways, but we'll, get, we'll get to that. Well, the, the cars themselves look like half the cars in RoboCop. Yeah. You know I mean? def- like, that was yeah. the other thing they ripped off is they're definitely going for like the corporate police are outgunned by like the criminal kind of thing. And like, yeah. you know, like corporations. Except, except here's the, th- oh, oh, we'll get to this. Oh God. I have a whole fucking thing. Okay. We got it. So, okay. So, the, so we move forward yeah. and then you find out that like, so they're, they're cutting to the board. Uh, that is 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 basically the parole board, and this this one guy he gets kind of like decanted out of the the hologram, and he he's straight up like, I just want to be a good citizen, and they're like, <laughs> they're like, okay, bonk, guess what? You get to be a street sweeper, and it's just like, what the fuck? Yay! It's like yeah, the, so yeah. They- out, yeah, reprogramming just turns them into these like weird model corporate citizens with shitty underappreciated jobs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and the judge, the judge I mean, is an AI. Like, how, I love that too. How exactly? Oh, yeah, the, who who would think that that was a good idea? I mean, this is this you know isn't even Demolition as new. Man. That's true, but this isn't oh, oh, this yeah. isn't even like Clockwork Orange levels of uh, ineptitude. This is just like oh. we're gonna stick you inside, you know, a, a fuzzy tube, uh, right. like a cathode ray tube. Uh, for a few years and then we'll bring you out and if you say you're fine then yeah yeah we'll just let you go sorry yeah there was an interruption right there uh dogs were barking and i had to go see what that was about so we're gonna pick up kind of where we left off Uh, we're at the part of the movie where what all the reprogramming just kind of turns them into model citizens with shitty jobs and um yeah what was uh like how is that a win you know i don't know like what i love about that guy coming out and being like that is the very next guy slash. Yeah. Like he's straight up like, and, and that guy establishes that if he reaches his arm beyond a certain barrier, he kind of dissipates, you know? He yeah. Like Cause, you're a, Cause you're a hologram. Cause you're, you're, a hologram. You, you're just a reflection of light on a prison. So, so like me, meanwhile, what's going on in the control room is that like Dakota's girlfriend is like the daughter of the main scientist who operates this technology. And, one of their employees, Giggles, was in Blade Runner. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, he was. He was, he was J.F. Sebastian. Yes, and uh, and it's like he still plays. He's still playing the same character here. Like, except he's like a little wormier. Yeah, and um, and and so like gives me the uh, uh, Alan Cumming and GoldenEye vibes. Yeah, big that, time. That yeah. combined with um, what's his name, with J.F. Sebastian. So right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and so like Dakota's at home and they're like she she's showing up at work and she's late and he makes some fucking smart ass joke about like oh how come when I'm late I catch shit but you know you're golden girl she's blah 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 and uh, Dakota's on his way to this hearing for some reason and and he gets a call about a gunfight and this is like there's this gunfight is just going on for minutes and it's like and here's the thing the cops obviously started it because like they drove into this building like. They're about 50 yards inside this complex and like they're all posted up and they're just blasted away. And there's like this amazing classic guy gets shot and falls into breaker box and gets electrocuted bit, you know, that, that was so prevalent in yep. that era. That just everybody, if you backed into a breaker box, whether you broke it open or not, like you just get shocked to death. Yeah, that's how he's shot. Oh, yeah. like he's been shot. So, you know, but the, he also gets electrocuted, you know, like it's. And, and it's just like the odds on the cops starting this gunfight are fucking high. Like they went into this building and started this shit and now they're calling for backup. It's like, well, but why did you go if you didn't weren't ready? Like what the fuck guys? 
They're like, we need and, uh, reinforcements. And then, like, the reinforcement car just explodes. And they're like, those were the reinforcements. What did we do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then there's this whole thing that's, like, where, where, like, the corporate, like, head of this whole operation is just, like, civilian casualties are acceptable. Which would have seemed, like, really cartoonish at the time. Yet here we are. You know? Like, in the modern era where that's happening. Um, you know, make sure you go to work, guys. Make sure you clock in. Never mind this fucking plague. So, like, Dakota stops. You know? Like... But not yet, uh, I guess, because, like, wait, have I? Are we there yet? Yeah, no. Okay, so, like, he he, he stops and, and just single-handedly, like, kills everybody in this fucking place. Like, everybody he comes across, he's just like, blow, blow. And I, I think he's using home, uh, the, what's his name, uh, John Amos's gun at yeah, this point? Yeah, he is, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, he, you know, it's like a tribute to his buddy. And then, you know, he's encountered with the same situation, which this will happen a few times in this movie where there's like Dakota is faced with an enemy who has a hostage at gunpoint. And in this instance, he just straight up shoots the hostage in the leg because he, he, he's like, you just shot a hostage. He's like, no, I didn't. And he like kind of moves her lapel of her jacket open. And she has this tattoo of the gang on her fucking like chest, like upper peck. Would have been and really like, embarrassing if, uh, if uh, she didn't happen to be part of that gang, huh? <laughs> Yeah, and like, how did you know, dickhead? Like, it was covered. What the fuck, man? But this is to demonstrate that he's not the cautious, rule-abiding guy. This is to demonstrate that he's basically, uh, you know, Derek Chauvin. Yeah. Because also, this gunfight has nothing to do with the plot. That gang never shows up again in this entire film. He was on the way to... to show how much of a hard-ass he's become in the last five years. Yeah, that's what It required, like, a ten-minute gunfight. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's insane. Lots of and explosions, so, like, lots of uh, lots of um, standoffs. You ever notice lots. how like '90s movies don't understand how standoffs work whatsoever? At all. Yeah, none. You're not going to want none. to hold a hostage off to the side. You're going to want to hold them in front of you. I mean, I'm, I'm talking like I know my business here, but I mean, right. if you give that person a good enough like window, uh, like that person has a gun pointed at you. Mm-hmm. If you give them enough leeway, if you give them a big enough target, they're going to shoot you. Yeah. I mean, no matter where it is. So just, uh, <laughs> I, it's, it's frustrating. It's really, really, it's, uh, so anyway, so he, he makes it to the, the hearing and, um, this is where we find out that like, uh, giggles has, uh, done something to the algorithm and, it basically powers him up and it makes him autonomous. Like he can actually, he sticks his arm out of the barrier and he's solid, like solid is still, you know, he's able to, how holograms work. No, it is not at all. No, (laughs) I'm like, I'm literally watched this happen and I'm like, it's just light reflected on a prism. What did you guys expect? (laughs) Like we we don't have this technology until like what? Deep Space Nine or was it Voyager? I think it was Voyager where the doctor walks around like he's not confined. Like they make a little device for him to clip on and he becomes solid. He can walk around and shit. This isn't even that. This is just a dude who can like walk through walls and shock people. Yeah, this is. And this is straight up just he's a cyber ghost now. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, he walks off the projector, and I'm like losing my mind as I was watching yeah. this. I'm like, that is not how holograms work. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and fucking punching cops on electric him like he basically became a supervillain like immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't even know what he can do yet, but he's finding out. You know what I mean? Like he's just like, oh shit! And he then he just like, has mass, but, but he doesn't. Yeah, he... like we don't get to that. Yet. 
he, we don't get to that yeah, yet because yeah. he's he's like you can't punch him but if you get close to him he'll shock you so there's like kind of that way that they can still kind of fake a fucking punch like a, a fight but like he when he leaves he, he just like makes a couple smart ass comments to dakota and just like steps through the wall and he's gone and then the next time we see dakota you know he's got his new partner and um it's this lady and and she's actually the best actress in the entire movie like the but she's just but the best actress and she just has well like of course of course they do um but she she's got the most like emotion she knows where to look like she has everything like she's really good and of course they have to kill her because yeah the women are props in this movie like um mostly well like the one Uh, black guy they had in the movie too they killed off so 100 percent. yeah so anyway the two of them are all uh kitted out in this big gridded room uh to play some like laser tag and this this scene is so awkward because like the oh, both of them the are dressed up for it, but then his partner's like, she literally says, "I'm gonna let you play Demolition Man all by yourself." And I had to pause the movie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's what I fell in love partially with That's, the movie because I'm like, was, yeah, yeah. They knew exactly. They know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> knows exactly what it's doing. And so you know, and then then we cut to this scene where uh, fucking giggles has figured out like, oh shit, hey, I got this weird like resin shit. Like we could totally put this on your body. And, it's like, like, you it's look, literally like latex. Like it's pl- it's a, it's plastic polymer when they were describing it. And I'm like, yeah, it's, right, like, right, it's right. latex. Yeah, and my whole like my whole note on that was like, guess we got to put skin on our top build actor. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can't. You know, it's it's like that whole thing where like pilots in fucking movies like they always have their oxygen mask off yeah so you can see their faces and shit and and it's like you wouldn't really do that because yeah you wouldn't really do that dumb. like the air gets really goddamn thin at, at those altitudes and it's at those speeds like uh fucking idiots so um anyway uh then there's this like the mr secretary kidnapping you know you got this this lumpy looking dude who's like the secretary because you know the governor's dead so now Kyle Corp runs everything. And now there's these guys, like there's like the secretary and like a couple other dudes, a chairman and like wh- whoever the ultimate big bad is, I guess. And they're all, it's just like boss fights. They're all like mini bosses and they're not really that strong. You know? <laughs> like this guy straight up. And there's this, all right. So there's this thing where he's, he's in a, he's in a car and this police helicopter starts shooting at the police cars. So, there's this guy and he has, he has a, like a, like an M16 or something. And he's sitting out of the helicopter and he fires one bullet and then the cars explode. We haven't been set up. Like maybe he has the same ammo uh, that, that uh, John Amos had, but we don't know that. And then somebody shoots the helicopter from the gang. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it was kind of hard to follow. No like, idea. Who, no idea who, I don't know who owned the helicopter. I don't know who owned the helicopter. Yeah, like, I have I'm, no I'm idea. Really it's, it's a police helicopter doing the gang's work, and then a member of the gang shoots the helicopter with like a rocket. Just because they had to blow was up it, the fucking helicopter. Was it though? I don't know what the helicopter was doing. That was the other thing. It was, it kind was of, shooting it was, it was car there. cars. Was it? It was shooting car cars. Yeah, it was shooting the ones in the front and the back, and it makes like everything stop and everything. And it, it and then it's like some rando dude fucking has a rocket launcher. And boom! And it, he's not a cop. And I'm like, what the I fuck is happening? Don't. I, is, yeah. It's a mistake. And then we find out, oh, yeah, his name is Norman. Slash's name is Norman, and he really doesn't like being called Norman. He yep. fucking hates it. So that that ends up turning into a real fun joke later. Um, but, yeah, so they kidnap that dude, and they, they take him back to the base. And uh, this guy comes up to him. I think, it's, I think it's Giggles again. And he comes up, and he's like, we're out of money. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah. we we get to you know there's gonna be another gunfight they gotta rob a bank and it's the return of the wedge car it's the best i love the wedge car they just <laughs> drive it right into the lobby of this fucking bank and they're like we need a hundred million dollars i'm like yes yeah. and they're like we All can't them- we can't give you that and it just shoots the guy and just like i we can give you that and my my note here is still kind of on slash's side yeah, like literally the up to this point, it's like you don't hate this dude like at all because it's like established that the world is shitty. It's run by but, a shitty corporation. And they're trying their best to use all of these like cliches to like justify, like to demonstrate what a bad dude this guy is. But his reasoning is still sound. Yeah, he's living in a dystopian corporate nightmare fucking world. And he's trying to like break that somehow. Yeah, but he's he's not doing it. In like a very constructive way, but or, right, or, he, you could tell that there was an impasse there. There was a bit yeah. of a, like he he only had so much strength because he's he only he only had so much brain power too. I mean, yeah. So now he has the magic powers and stuff. So yeah. he's like, now he's going yeah, on fuck fucking it. tour. Yeah. What would you guys do? Um, I mean, seriously, I mean, that that is a good point. If I did, if I did become a digital ghost and was able to transcend the uh, the fabric of reality, um, then. Then yeah, I'd probably fuck some some shit up. Uh, fuck some shit up. So yeah, and now this is getting to the point where we're getting to be about an hour into the movie, and I've like my notes drop off drastically here. Um, like slash yeah, at same. one point. Yeah, like, I remember it, what happened. Kind of. I think this is the fun it's part all for the blur because my mind was turning into gelatin at that point. Oh, totally. So, my note for this lo- for this moment when they rob the bank is bang bang. They rob a bank. More shootout. Oh no, bullets. Do nothing against the pure light being made. Light being in a condom suit. <laughs> oh yeah, that was my note for that entire scene. And then there's like, what else happens? Oh yeah, so like a ton of shits going down. And then um, they, you get this. They cut to like the the chairman's having a meeting, and um, this is secretary like chimes in and she's like, "Oh, um, you know, Dakota's here to see you." And so like Dakota shows up and then just straight up throws the dude off a fucking ledge. And then he, <laughs> and there's another guy sitting in the office and he peels the mask off and oh hey look it's Slash. And I'm like, why would you even? Why would you even peel your fucking mask off? And this yeah. this is like. It's like really dumb. Like, so he, he grabs this other guy. No, I think he threw the accountant off or something. I don't know. Or maybe he's taking the accountant because now they have all this money and he doesn't, it's like, we have a hundred million dollars, which might as well be like, you know, we have 50 fucking kiddie pools. Like it doesn't, he doesn't know what the fuck to do with it. Like he's just going to blow it on more resin for his skin. And, um, <laughs> but that, you know, like then he takes off the mask and then he like, he goes outside and there's a drone. So props to seeing that coming. Yeah. Movie, you know, yep. good, good job there. And it, But the way he destroys the drone is great. He's looking directly at it. That's not how you use a shotgun. And, and well, but he, across the way, there's a building with a giant fucking screen on it. And it's just saying, <laughs> Slash Gallagher is at large. He's, he's dangerous. And you got to do stuff about it. So what Slash does is he borrows a, a, a sticky bomb and he chucks it up on the bottom of the drone, and then he gets a shotgun. The whole time he's looking at it, and they're just they're just recording footage of his face, and he straight up swings at it like a baseball bat. And the thing takes off and lands in the building, but not where the screen is, because that special effect would have been too difficult. <laughs> 
He takes the shotgun by the barrel, holds it by like a barrel. bat, and it hits so the So the barrel's aiming at his body. This is possibly a loaded weapon, mind you. It's not even that he's sweeping the field with the barrel. He's pointing the barrel directly at himself. And granted, what would have been funnier is if the gun had gone off, but it doesn't matter. It just blows a hole in the skin. So you see a little bit of light in the hole. Like that would have been fucking awesome. That would have been a great moment. Because it doesn't matter to him. But then it kills kills a henchman behind him. Like... (laughs) This movie needs to be remade. Like, I don't need another fucking Batman movie. I need this again. Oh my god, yes. With like the Rock as the bad guy. <laughs> this would be so good. And, I mean, and just as dumb. Like, I want it just as dumb. I just want it remade with better cinematography and effects. That's all. So, so he's he's wheeling out this chairman or whatever, and. And he's like, hey, I, I need, you know, you got to let him go. And he's like, here, you can have him in a, a subversion of the standoff that we've been seeing throughout this entire movie. And and Dakota's partner runs up to it and it's a bunch of fucking sticky bombs on his belt. She pulls his shirt open and they're all at zero. And then she explodes and it just, it doesn't do what an explosion would do to you. Yeah. <laughs> You mean it liquefy you? Yeah, no, it didn't do like that. just turn you into a cloud? Yeah, no, it, it no, bounces it, it off kind of like, our hood. I think it's implied the that the shockwave did a lot of internal damage. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, and like at the beginning of uh, the, like Guy like, Pearson Hurt Locker. Yeah. Yeah, she got Bouncy yeah. Castle to death. <laughs> right. I love that scene, just, too, because when the uh, the guy in the wheelchair the the bombs explode you can tell that he has been uh you can tell through the editing that he has been replaced by what is very clearly a uh paper mache dummy oh yes (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love it this reminds me also of the gunfight um at the bank because okay so in the trailer there's a shot of like a bomb going off behind him and the flames are just like wrapping around it, but it's like clearly a dummy. Yeah. And they show this in the movie. And because they've mentioned this like liquid polymer skin, he's standing there. And when it kind of blows the skin off, that actually makes sense. Like I was mm-hmm. just like, you know what? That's actually a really tight fucking workaround. And then he walks out of the flames and everybody freaks the fuck out. Yeah, that was cool. And, actually. Um, I'm like, yeah, all right. That that was a solid bit. I was like, okay, well, you actually justified the shitty effect in that moment because it kind of would do that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, not perfectly, but I get it. It's enough. They tried. Yeah. So I mean, partner dies, and now this is where I lost track of everything. And I, I what I think happens next is um, he he like meets up with his girlfriend, and they run to where. Slash's body is being held in the morgue. I think there might be a scene or two that happened before this, but I, at this point, I literally was static. I was just like, but guess what? Is this over yet? What the fuck? Like how much time is left? And I look up and there's like 20 minutes left and I'm like, Oh my God, no. And, um, literally because, well, no, it's more like a half hour at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Because what has to happen is, is he goes and the good guy straight up blows the fucking like slashes body away. Like he, he puts like these, he pulls out Johnny Mrs. Gun and he's like, bam, 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 headshot. And when you see it later, it's like, there's a lot of head left. <laughs> like considering how close <laughs> he puts three slugs into this dude's like a uh, comatose sleeping body. And yeah, there's oh. still head. 
there's somehow just three bullet, uh, poorly made pr- prosthetic uh, holes in his head. Right. And I'm like, there would not be a head. Right, right. And then, and then you know, this uh, events move to a point where uh, Slash is there because he predicted like he's going to come here to try to get his body for some reason. I don't know why. Like, why would you? They why imply you that he's vain and that he would want his his unconscious body. Yeah. But okay. you never get that it's sense so from weak. it. The man has yeah. dreads. He is not vain. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He's a white oh, man. Never mind dreads. the fact that the polymer can cover each hair individually. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the one nice detail too was the first time they like like put him in this like shell. Um, when they open it up, he has a seam along the left side of his body. Yeah, he has like, like scars or something. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah, it's like a seam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it and it's cool. exactly. I used to work in a in a place where we did like plastic press shit, and that that was a thing you had to file off. Yeah. You know, like, and it's you see it, you see it in everything. Look at your vents, you know, in your car and stuff yeah. like. All the stuff that's been pressed in, you know, like a, a plastic press is going to do that. And so, like, that was actually one of my favorite details in the movie. Like, it's, it's, there's like a f- fucking 10 or 15 little things like this throughout the film that made me go, huh, you did put some thought into this. Like, it's elevated a little bit from the standard fare of the time, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit. In spite of the fact that it's not cyberpunk, like, at all, other than like the dystopian corporate aspect, like, you're not getting an autonomous walking fucking. No, there's no hackers in this. Yeah. There's, well, I mean, there is kind of hackers in well, this. Well, I mean, the thing giggles, is, giggles. it really wants to be cyberpunk, is the thing. It's trying. It's, it's, it's trying like, so hard. Yeah. Well, it, I would argue that if it was a little more well thought out, then it would be a solid entry into the genre. But now, but it's not like if it needed another draft or two. Yeah. It yeah, gets points if, for trying because that's what you, what's if on display Slash had here. been turned into a hologram and maybe more like an altered carbon scenario where he was, you know, just an AI inside would, a stack. Um, yeah, yeah. Then that would have mm-hmm. made more sense. Because they even upload him to a computer like a virus. Yeah, like they they do that in this film where it's like they upload like that's how they they got him out of like the penitentiary, quote unquote. Yeah, it's like they managed yeah. to contact him. So it's like it, it, it's there. It, he the way, up the, way the character out of a screen and strangles somebody. It was that was correct. <laughs> oh my god, his hand comes through the screen as a hologram and like electric electro strangles someone. <laughs> and um, he's like. <laughs> I, I love that bit. I love that bit so much because that was very much like a little bit of video drum, a little yeah, bit uh-huh. of you know, yeah, uh-huh. and again, like, yep. oh Jesus Christ! Oh, it's so good, so good. So, so anyway, so we we get the hero and the villain now, and they're in uh, another fight, and uh, yeah, Dakota gets his ass beat. Like he is shot. He gets thrown the fuck around. Like he's fighting basically like. Raiden on steroids. He has and this no guy, chance. He has zero chance. He, he has zero it. chance, and it's clear. Like it's it's like one of those frustrating fights where the good guy's just getting mopped up, and somehow like the his girlfriend gets her she gets her head like she gets knocked to the ground, and then like while they're both unconscious and he's dying, um, the bad guys go and they they plant you know fucking bombs all over the place like even on his own body like fuck <laughs> everywhere. It. Yeah, they, yeah. He's like, just fuck it. I and really so, like that part where I'm like, I still don't want, I still don't dislike this guy because that's something yeah. I would do if I was invulnerable. I'd be like, yeah, fuck it, C4 on my ass and just walk yeah. out. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. I'm like, yeah, no, fuck you guys. Like, yeah. I just, I just gotta like, you know, fucking Jason Statham and you know, 
fucking what was that uh the stupid crank two oh, yeah. yeah where yeah. He, he like gets electrocuted and it cuts to a fucking kaiju scene where they're breaking a cardboard city I, that movie is amazing um anyway so so anyway they, they do this whole thing and, and then here's here's the the most like agency like anyone is given but it's in service to like saving his life she his girlfriend drags uh, Dakota's body into the iron lung to turn him into a hologram. Yep. And somehow she's able to replicate the, the glitch that fucking uh, mumbles, giggles, whatever the fuck his name is, it, it did into the system. And so all the power levels are going up like real crazy. And then like, well, um, he is a hologram. Yay. He's alive. And he's got all the same stuff where he can walk around too, but he's not as strong. Yep. And like, if they go fucking face to face, he could still kind of kick your ass. And um, then like, I guess like, help me here Let it out. What, I, what i just what happens like what is the next thing <laughs> it's like mental trauma oh my god all right so, I, i'm having i'm like and i because all that happens for the next half hour is i giggle madly and i determine like i can skip to the end and tell you what i thought of the fucking ending um like there's a they, There's apparently like they get into a crazy like hologram fist fight. I can't remember if they had skin on it okay, first let's, or not. Let's, let's start from the beginning from this one because this is the final fight scene in the movie, right. and it's the, it's the gang versus all of the fucking cops, and right. they raid their compound basically. And slash okay. is slash is established as the villain. He kills the the other guy that he like kind of like forced to be on his side. Very similar to Demolition Man, where they forced that like other guy to like help them. He kills him, and it's established that Slash is actually just another flavor of a tyrant. That's it. Yes. So basically, you're kind of almost rooting for for Slash. This is not kind of. I actually really enjoyed what he was doing up until that point, where the film tries to establish he's actually just another flavor of dictator, even though yeah. they just killed the dictator of this war of L.A. Yeah, and there's it, like a tonal shift. Yeah. But for me, though, given what, like, who he kills and everything like that, I'm just sitting there going, You're like... You're not mad about it, yeah. Yeah, still kind of on uh-huh. side. This is getting troubling. Yeah. Well, like, how long is this going to last? Well, it's the complicated political thing of, like, if you just keep the supermarkets open and keep everyone, like, alive, people tend not mm-hmm. to really care. And that's kind of what it is, where I'm like, I think people would still dig this dude. Right. And so, like, they establish that, and it's a weird shift. So it's like, okay, Slash is actually the villain now. They raid the compound. Uh, Hero Boy in his holographic glory it rushes in. A shit ton of cops die. A shit ton of criminals die. Some of the criminals, you know, you were following for this point, get shot and ventilated and like, and whatnot. And it's the final standoff: hologram versus hologram, latex covered man and latex covered man. And the uh, slash is like, oh, you can't beat me. What are you doing? I'm amazed you're alive. But like, uh, and they, they, it's established that like, Hero Boy. Like after Slash like punches him across the room, he responds by punching Slash across the room. And then it's established that it's like, I can do the same things you can. But also uh, he can't because didn't you just establish he's weaker than Slash? They mentioned that, but that doesn't. It does not come through at all. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like they're just trading blows. Yeah. False posturing, trying to. uh, Oh, and he throws him into the projection. Mm hmm. Right, it, that right. happens so, a few times to like get the sense of like what's about to happen next. So right. he punches, they pummel each other for a while. Eventually their skins burn off. Right. Also, like I'm going to make a note here. The hero before this scene, he becomes Jason fucking Voorhees because he yeah. kills two of Slash's closer henchmen by right. shoving the one, one, one has like this one eye guy, right? 
and right, he shoves yeah. his head into the latex machine and it covers his Why? head in latex and it strangles him to death and then he kills the giggles by pulling a power cord out of the wall and electrocuting his brain and right, the, yeah, the, sticking it right up next to his neck and shit. Yeah, and, and like, I'm like, why, I'm watching this, and I'm like, when did you become a slasher film? Oh my god, that's horrible. Yeah, and now I'm still on Slash's side, and I don't like Dakota. Yeah, like, it's I mean, still, I'm like, am I supposed to enjoy this? Because I'm like, I'm just like, okay, these guys are kind of dicks, but I'm like, oh my god. Well, nobody gets arrested in this movie. No, everyone does. He's literally the only person we ever see get a fucking rest. No, this is police brutality. This is America. Oh, yeah, no. brutality. Yeah, it's that guy that you were talking about right at the beginning of the movie. Uh, um, uh, guy? The, the, guy, hey, the guy inside. Well, like right at the beginning of the movie, the guy that was uh, oh, next to that. Contested? Yeah. Next drank, to that yeah, burning car. Uh, the uh, Dakota's partner, partner wanted him wanted to leave the guy there so he would you know right. get burned up well, so obviously yeah. this is a, a really fucking broken system so they're very very paperwork adverse yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's a good way of putting it yeah so uh so okay so then the, the two of them are having a, a fist fight in this this facility that has one of these they're in the headquarters that's where they're at, aren't they? Aren't they in yeah, like yeah. CalCorp? Yeah, this is, their, this is the yeah, CalCorp. Because he sets off some bombs and then CalCorp goes up. So. Right. But they're having this fight in here and he he gets the slash gets like punched into the like actualizer or whatever the fuck it is. And he, he's like half in and half out of it. And then there's some with the keyboard. And then that's how they get him. They like pull him into a small little like syringe thing. And then. And then dude fucks the syringe thing up, which to my mind would just set him free again. But in the logic of the scene, it, it dissipates him. Well, see, he, yeah. he shocked it with red lightning and red lightning is bad. So, right. You know. he was messing with the keyboard. And, <laughs> but yeah, because our hero uh, just totally turned into a supervillain because, oh, my God. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. So like, it, so, it, so, yeah, so that <laughs> happens. Um, and, and then, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot. Um his girlfriend, they figure out the skin thing with him, except she goes and gets makeup. She gets negatively charged base makeup or yep. something like that, like stage makeup or something like yeah. that. She covers him. And so, but you know, even though it's all like this one color and stuff and it turns into like, you know, paraffin kind of waxy kind of glove and stuff. Again, it matches all of his hair, um, everything on his body. Yeah. Um, he can wear clothes and the whole fucking nine yards. But like when she touches him, she kind of gets a little shock and then she wants to fuck him. Like she's the one who comes <laughs> yeah. up with this, like, I have some ideas. And it's like, she does. Yeah. She's yeah. Like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like, I get that. All right. All right. <laughs> she found her kink. That's the Dude. best thing that ever happened to them. <laughs> it's a great moment. Because like she was in charge of that shit. Like she was just like, this is what we're going to do now. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it was like I I watched that scene and I'm like I can't remember when that best. scene happened. Is that after he turns the news off or no? No, because he hadn't turned into a fucking hologram yet. No, I don't even know what happened. This is in the last half hour. Okay, he yeah. gets turned back into a hologram, right? And then they go back right. to their place and she applies makeup to him somehow, right. and somehow That's he right. still has his eye color. But then they fuck oh. because she just found her fetish. And she sprays it on his fucking eye. Mm-hmm. Like oh, the, probably the best effect in the movie. <laughs> Even though it doesn't make any sense, I'm like, wow, he really fucking went there. All right, good job. Um, so he gets turned then, into a hologram. He gets turned right. into, like, put into back into the cathode ray. He uses bro lightning, and he dissipates into the air somehow. 
Then the best scene, this is what, honestly, I liked parts of this movie. The ending is what got it for me. It's like when I fell in love with this fuck goddamn movie. Because he comes out. I'm 66% in agreement with you. Okay. So he he comes out of the complex and he goes back to like the chairman, governor, dictator, whatever the fuck, because he's still alive. He's sitting there in a limo outside. Yeah, he's still alive. And he's telling him because at this point, the city's in martial law. That's when they, that's when he told him when they put in martial law that civilian casualties are acceptable. Mm-hmm. And he tells him, he's like, I'm going to keep martial law on. I'll have absolute power. You know, it doesn't matter. He's like, I'm not going to let you do that. He reaches his hand into the gas tank and blows the mayor chairman dictator up. Yeah. He straight yeah. up murders the guy who like signed his paychecks. And I'm like, like this is the great. last guy in charge. Mm-hmm. And basically, here's the thing, though. They could have skipped all this by just letting Slash work. Yeah. Like. You get down to this point, and this is where I'm like, 66% is like the wrong guy lived. Like Slash, by everything that they've established in this movie, he has an ethos. Mm -hmm. He's a little bit extreme. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely more likable than uh, Dakota was, so. 100%. Yeah. Like, he's got- killed his girlfriend, man. He's got some great scenes, man, where he's like, just funny. Like, I, I wish I had written them down because, but they were so fucking fast and like, you know, my wife's watching it next to me as best as she, she slept through the middle hour of the movie. That's fair. Like slept literally through it. <laughs> I guess. And she was like, I, I don't blame her. her. Like, yeah, no, I can't blame you. I can't blame you. But that, at the end of the movie, I'm like, you know what? If this had been, it, you know what would have made this movie like a cult classic is if Slash had won. Mm-hmm. If they had set Dakota up as this like, fuck, who's the rebel? He's not though. He never really has been. Because like, even when he changes his attitude from being a cop who will hesitate to a cop who will straight up shoot a motherfucker, he's still the corporate ideal. Mm-hmm. Like he's actually more corporate when you get further into it, when he's all getting, like you said, Jason Voorhees on Homeboy inside. Yeah, the old, oh, well, maybe that's maybe that's an attempt to do like a do androids dream of electric th- uh, sheep thing where, you know, Deckard becomes mo- less and less human as the book goes on. Um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you still, you get to this point where, okay, so now you have him, you have Dakota. He is the ultimate corporate cop. Like he is, he's like a superhero. And he kills the last guy in charge. Yeah. So Callie descends into chaos, right? Yeah. Or does he establish himself dictator? No, like what? you don't understand because remember, he walks away from the explosion and she says, well, and the girlfriend asks him, what do we do now? And he says, vote. And the movie ends. <laughs> oh, that was the end. oh, my God. He says, vote. And that was the last word of the damn film. And it, cuts. And it, it was done. And I'm like, oh, my God, my brain. That was beautiful. <laughs> it was a hard. It was a hard. It was a hard cut to the black, like it just, it was like vote cut to credits. And I, <laughs> now, I, I gotta mention, I gotta mention, the last note I made was Dakota loses his partner. Women are props in this movie. Yes. And then below that, there are these spots where you can tell that tears fell out of my face and have fucked up the little blue lines in the notebook. And they weren't crying tears. It was just like a, I didn't blink as the credits played. Like I just sat there with the notebook underneath me, and I was just like, "What the fuck was this?" Oh my god! My, it was the best my, ending I could have asked for. Just my, like my emotional reaction at the end of that movie was was in order. What the fuck did I just watch? Holy shit! This movie's amazing. <laughs> what the fuck did I just watch? 
like it, it was back and forth like that for for a good full like <laughs> three four minutes of the credits, and then I realized the credits were on, and I was like, oh shit, I got we're, we're done with this. We don't have to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I made my wife watch uh, the episode of Fishing with John. <laughs> they go fishing with 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 Willem Dafoe because it's incredible. And I was just like, I just need this is brainwashed. I need to see Evan's brother. I became an Evan Lurie fan in this movie. I absolutely loved. Like, here, let's talk about what there's like general shit. I loved his performance in this. It's hard. He didn't. It's hard not to. He didn't direct it. He didn't direct it. Like he wrote it. He's in it. He doesn't even have most of the screen time. But every time he's on screen, he fucking owns the moment. And it's, I, I just like, I was rooting for him as an actor watching this movie. Like as a person, I was rooting for him. Yeah, as a fan, he should have had like, I don't know if they had reworked the movie. If I feel like he should have, somebody should have floated him like a better role because I, I think he could have become like a good, a, a halfway decent, like B movie actor. At, he at could have been a really good like 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 second level henchman. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like you know you have you have your bane and then you have the guy that actually gets shit done. Yeah, like he could have been really good in that kind of role. Yeah. I frankly think he could be a lead bad guy in a handful of stuff. Yeah. Like he's, he's got like the physicality yeah. and all that. But, like, like I would have really loved really... to see. He had that like you know we always root for the bad guy sometimes, but like this is the one that like really hammered it in and he did it really well. He's charming. He's funny. Weird hair. But like physically, physically yeah. impressive. Like he, it's. I mean, he good. slathered. He he laid it on a little thick sometimes with the acting. Yeah. Everybody, everybody in this movie did. Well, I mean, yeah. clearly in a few moments he got this direction. Like the director just said to him, he's like, "All right, do you still own?" You know, like <laughs> there's a few times in there where he'll like he'll do the mouth. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, he'll kind of yeah, back the side a little bit, and it's just like, oh shit, you know, I oh, it was a riot. I. I gave this two attempts. I tried to watch it the first time, got 20 minutes in, and I was just like, I am in no fucking way ready for this. I gave up at one point. I had to come back to it where I'm like, I got yeah, to sit on this for a little bit and then come back. I went back first to it. I watched it from the beginning. Way through. So. I could. I, 20 minutes. I got through the opening <laughs> gunfight to like when he actually gets turned into the hologram. I didn't even actually see him get turned into the hologram. And, I, <laughs> and then I went back and I watched it from the beginning and I just – we sat there, we counted how many, we tried to count how many like shots of explosions were in the, in the trailer. And it was just like, it's two and a half minutes. There's like fucking all of them are in the trailer. All the explosions from the movie are in 33 the trailer. explosions. Like That's more than or so. Yeah. Or so I'm probably either under or over counting by a factor of like three or four. And I will make the adjustment that if you actually like go ahead and measure it as, okay, these three cuts are the same explosion. Okay, cool, cool. Because it is actually in real world, only one explosion just taken from three different cameras. I accept that fine. But the cuts, like a cut, any individual cut of fucking film with an explosion in it was like 33. And it was just like, that's absurd. There was like one every three seconds or some shit oh, or 10 man. seconds. <laughs> Loved it. I uh, Yeah, this was, this was a, it was a solid. Mm-hmm. I, I think that it, it hues close to like cyberpunk in it's like i don't know what it's reaching for it's window dressings and stuff it has a lot of the corporate shit well, going on and everything well i'm gonna be honest about this i found this movie on amazon prime and the thing yeah i like to believe that this is like jeff bezos's uh private private library of uh shitty uh, (laughs) wannabe cyberpunk movies that he saw uh, as a child or as when he was younger because I mean 
I have just found so many bad, bad movies on Amazon. Um, There's a bunch. Yeah. yeah. No. If you want to watch this, like, don't give Amazon money. It's on YouTube for free, and it's been there since 2017. So it's not. I was going to say it's it's also on YouTube. Well, no, the irony in this is it was a prime movie. Like, it's not even, you yeah. don't have to have to rent it. Like, if you have the fucking Amazon shit, it's boom, it's there. Yeah. So that yeah. was awkward. There's a, also a version of it that you can rent. Like, they have a Prime version, but then, like, a couple ticks over, there's, yeah, you can rent this for a buck ninety nine or some shit. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <sighs> I don't, but, I don't know. Yeah, no, uh, I, and the, the thing that I've noticed about a lot of these movies is that they all came out in 1995. People have uh, mentioned that or I've I've seen it said that 1995 is the year that cyberpunk blew up um, because Johnny Mnemonic, uh, Judge Dredd, um, Strange Days, and there was one other one that came out um, in 95. I forgot what it was, though. Uh, oh, Hackers. Yeah. Hackers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Those were mm-hmm. all the big mainstream movies that came out that year, but I just didn't realize how many... I think it blew up more in the B movie realm than anything yeah, um, because yeah, there definitely. are so many like low budget uh, science fiction of, cyberpunk movies that came out in yeah. 1995. Like a lot of directors, like the guy who directed this, what was his name? Hold on. The guy who directed this, the director was Richard Pepin and yeah. he dedicated his entire career to doing like weird sci-fi um, yeah. fantasy, like, like, b-movie kind of stuff he made his whole career on it. whether that's because he loved the genre or because he saw a paycheck i don't know but i appreciate him and yeah. it's it, there there is like yeah that was like the cyberpunk boom but it was also like a there's a big period of time in the 90s where uh basically everyone was trying to rip off everybody else because i'm like oh this thing's popular let's make a sci-fi movie about it and do write it off as a tax break a tax break and never has it been more apparent than here like, <laughs> it really is <laughs> Oh. I mean, what, what, well, you know, th- th- there's, I guess when, I guess cyberpunk like moved uh, closer to the mainstream was like in 95, but it's standing on the shoulders of movies made in like 92, 93. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or even earlier. Long, Long Man. Yeah, or even, oh, for sure. Going like, back to, you know, even Blade Runner with the aesthetic yeah. and Robocop and stuff. But, mm-hmm. but it, it wasn't, it, you know, like it was still, those movies were kind of like cyberpunk-esque and referred to as such. But like, this is where you're starting to see the, the wave crash. And like the crest is starting to come, like come back under. And this people is are starting this to is the point things. at which uh, cyberpunk is kind of starting to sell out a little bit. It's I churning. mean, it's yeah. I wouldn't say that cyberpunk blew up it. necessarily as much as it did over the last year, but mm-hmm. I, I, I as ninety five compared to twenty twenty, I don't think uh, cyberpunk was necessarily as popular. At that no. point, well, I mean, because you know, you, you move four years and you get the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh yeah, I mean, you move five years. There was this thing that, like, uh, like a uh, uh, scum and I were talking about last night about how, like, you know, like Jurassic Park comes out, and then you know, there's like Carnosaur, where like, yeah. why couldn't they do the same special effects? And I'm like, well, you know, it really is a matter of budget over technology because it doesn't seem like things ever seem to get cheaper in Hollywood. Yeah. Even though, like, because yeah, like you have these like CGI. Once CGI like became the thing, I really, I go back and I watch a movie like this where an actual bus is crashing into an actual limo slowly over the course of time, 
missing a couple times, but actually hitting it and causing it to kind of roll and there's physical damage happening. You can't, like, no matter how slick the CGI is, you're never going to have that impact of, like, a vehicle crashing, which is why, like, Mad Max uh, Fury Road blew up so hard. Oh, yeah. You had a lot of practical fucking effects going on there. And yes, the CGI was used, but like subtly, the same way that, um, you know, Fincher uses CGI and like- They didn't lean on CGI in Mad right. Max. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a lost art being able to know how to, for FX studios and whatnot, or like mechanics, like anything of like, hey, let's build shit and then fuck it up. Yeah. Well, you know, and, well, and that's a thing that like a lot of people really like about Chris Nolan is that, you know, like in Tenet, he bought that fucking plane and then crashed the plane into a building. I mean, because it was cheaper than CGIing it. Yeah. Wait, well, yeah. hold up. Wait, what? you didn't tell me this before. What? Wait, that what? Oh yeah. It would have cost more for them to render the damage and build the set and everything else, like in, in a computer, and then have the set. Like they would basically you, be doing the same thing twice. Do you guys I mean because do you ever what one do you ever wonder why, uh, why Lord, like the the Hobbit movies cost so much money? It's because every, yeah. they did so much CGI, and it all looks like dog shit. But oh yeah, I, I never watched them, and I won't. Yeah. Like the river, I saw the river barrel scene. I was like, get the fuck out of here yeah. with this! No, and, get the fuck out of here! All right, and I love and Peter Jackson. Yeah. yeah, and it's big fan. Yeah, and it's just because they didn't. You, I mean. I think it's just because Peter Jackson was really just fucking tired at that point and just didn't yeah. want to do these movies. Um, yeah. And they, he, they didn't have to be a trilogy for fuck's sake. Yeah, like, absolutely. So like a practical effects is cheaper than just like having, you know, a nerd like one of us like make the CGI. Then like, let's see some more practical effects out there, everyone. Like, yeah, well, yeah. The, the, the issue really is, is the, it's the, it's, it's complicated because you're doing it in the real world and you can only have so many, you know, like what, like the way Michael Bay does it. Like when we were living in Chicago, they had that whole thing about how like they'd get a street and they would have on caster wheels what would look like a car that was smashed into the ground. But they would just push this prop over and then hit a button. The hydraulics would go down. And then later on, you know, they'd set off the flashbangs and then all the explosions. Yeah, like how they flipped that truck in that Batman movie, right? Like- well, no, but that's a practical effect. See, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Nolan does stuff practically. What like Bay does is he'll set up the aftermath. And then just like you CGI, because, you know, yeah. there is no fucking Optimus Prime. Yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah. doesn't exist. I'm sure they built a mock-up somewhere because like to make me look like an idiot. But like, it, it's not like they had one that they would wheel out to the set. There was it, you, there was never one. You were looking at like a ball suspended in the air for the eye lines and shit, you know. But like Nolan, you know, the, even the, the, the third Batman movie he did where he has that fucking plane with no wings dangling off another plane, that happened. That was the <laughs> thing. Forgot that yeah it's like it's one of the sickest fucking stunts ever you know and it's like and he's really good at that like he he caught a fucking library on fire film in the dark night because he crashed the fucking bus into it or something like that and then some fire started on it like i remember seeing that on the news wgn in the morning i was just like oh shit (laughs) way to go buddy man but you know he's always been that guy oh another fun fact about chris nolan his brother jonah wrote memento right that's awesome yeah i didn't know that well no 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 right there's Jonathan, but there's Jonah too. Oh shit! And um, Jonah, like he, he, him and Jonathan are the writers. And like I think one of the, I think Jonah went to he was uh, like went to this film, the screenwriter school or something like that. And like the guy just said, like he, he gave him a script and he, he just said, "They this is dog shit," and uh, you know you're you're probably like this kind of person and and like he, he's he's one of these like teachers that would just be like brutal to you, yeah. you know, just be really like. 
he thinks he's being honest, but he's actually being an asshole. And so when you get to Memento, he put that teacher's name as the murderer of his, so that John G murdered your wife. Like the, the teacher's <laughs> name was like John Gorman or something like that. And I was like, nice. I, just, I just found this out recently. Wow, and I was like, nice. you know what? Fucking scorched earth, bro. I love you know? that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Uh, Fuck him. But uh, but yeah, so that's 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 all I got to say really about this movie. Like, <sighs> do I recommend watching it? Sure. Yeah, go watch. I mean, like I said, it's on YouTube. You, like, go watch this film. It's ridiculous. It's it, you might have to do it in two sittings because your brain can only handle so much. But yeah, you know what? <laughs> After all the bullshit that you've gone through over the past like two months, then I mean. Like you, you deserve you deserve to cut loose and just watch something fucking ridiculous and yeah, just super low stakes. Don't have yeah. to get invested in it. Just let this stuff happen. Yeah. You know, it's this is not high cinema. You know, <laughs> wait, we what? Have, we are. This was, <laughs> what are you talking about? No, I would hate to review a good film after this. Like, I know, right? We have to do another like shit, like. I don't even want to call this film shitty. That's how much I kind of like it. Like it's yeah. It I mean, tried. it's it really it was did. never going to win a, a, an award ever for anything yeah. ever. But it yeah. it has heart. You know what? Like, you know, shout out to the caterers. Shout out to costumes. Shout yeah. out to set. You know, shout out to the actors. Shout out to the cinematography. Shout out to the fact that it's not even widescreen. Like <laughs> I this, this movie I mean, was made direct to fucking VHS. Like this was never shown in a theater. I mean, it might've been shown in a theater, but like, Oh my it, God, it I would love to see has, this in a theater. Oh my God. You put that thought in my head now. Oh man. Uh, but I'd have to sit in the last row and be like getting a handy or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's, but anyway, so yeah, yeah. Uh, shout, shout out uh, to everyone involved in the making of that, that gem uh, shout out to Ever Lurie, who I'm now a fan of. And um, if you guys uh, want us to do more of these like weird, hit us up like hit the twitter god yeah. damn it and let us know what fucked up fringe ass movies that are like we might not have ever seen or heard of like hit us up let's start a thread or something and then uh i don't know maybe i'll put a tweet out yeah give us weird shit like there's a lot of cyberpunk or at least cyberpunk adjacent b movies that came out during this period of time and like i'm looking at a list of them right now and they all look bad like ridiculous yeah <laughs> If you could just say yeah. bad, it's real ridiculous. Maybe I'll fall in love with them again. Who knows? Like, yeah, yeah. give us suggestions. Hey, find us like little ones, you know, you know, on YouTube, like little half-hour movies that we might have missed. And you know what? For every like five, uh, what's what's a bad? Well, like every five cyber zones that you see, there's going to be at least one nemesis. So right. I would say, anyways, because there, there's always like little hidden gems tucked away in, in this world mm -hmm. of uh, B movies. So, that's yeah. my and you're always gonna have like a soft spot for some of these, you know. Like, uh, there's so many, you know, what? So many. I like I, I... speaking of practical effects, honestly, my guilty one of my guilty pleasures is Ghost in the Shell 2017, just because that movie. I mean, there is a bit of CGI in it, but the amount of pra practical effects in that movie is just it's really underrated, I think. So I've never watched that and kind of refused to, but yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. I <laughs> yeah. guilty pleasure. I, it's, it's not a good movie, uh, but it, yeah, it, yeah. 
it is very visually uh, appealing to me. Anyway. That's what I heard. Yeah, like it, it's pretty. Yeah. I, well, I, I, I'm the guy that watched, uh, you know, Ghost in the Shell and then Ghost in the Shell 2 Innocence and said, that's cool. I just, I'm not yeah. trying to watch the, I tried watching the the, the one and they, they did this thing where like they, they had the, the Tamagotchis, that's not their name, but the little talking yeah. tanks. Yeah, and they were super fucking, the touch guy, and they're super cute. And I was like, I'm out. I don't need that in my life yeah. at all. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I can, I can, yeah, I get that. I can understand. Uh, I, no, I, I liked it when it was dark and gritty and fucking rough. And like, I, I love the, the, I love the scene in the second one where Bateau gets stuck in the fucking time loop. Like, it's just so subtle and beautiful and intricate and it is reaching and doing really large things. I don't know how you'd make a TV show out of that. You know, like, yeah. it's really good. I'm not, well, the I'm thing not, is, well, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, standalone complex is different from, um, is is actually more similar to the original uh, comic book series. The movies themselves um, mm-hmm. are like a far cry from uh, Masamune yeah. Shiro's mm-hmm. uh, original yeah, works, yeah, yeah. which is yeah, crazy to me. Has like the the Tamagotchi. Tom- oh god, that's close enough. Might as well be. <laughs> but they're they're like in the borders of of the book, and yeah. they're making little jokes. And yeah. They have footnotes and stuff like that. They're very helpful. Yeah, they're like the chorus, basically. They right. they just like. Right, right, and it's great, but like I didn't like the way they were like voiced. You know? Yeah, like, with with like cutesy anime girl character voices. Yeah. yeah, I was like, this makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, like, it's fair I, I want you to you know be polite and helpful. I guess if you're going to be programmed that way. But I like, mean, shout out to Melissa Fawn. I do, I do really enjoy Melissa Fawn's work. She was uh, sure. Ed in Cowboy Bebop and Gaz hell in yeah. Invader Zim. So, hell yes. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, yeah, that's where we're at. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on the Facebook page. Uh, where else are we available? Hit up Neon Dystopia, man. Check out the articles and stuff. Uh, just get ready. We yeah, still find got us shit on Spotify. What other uh, channels do we? Spotify, do? Stitcher, Apple Music, or Apple iTunes, or whatever the fuck Apple conglomerate yeah. bullshit yep. they're using. And uh, you know, hit up Neon Dystopia too on uh, Twitter. Facebook. Yeah, you know? hit up me on Dystopia. Facebook, you know, yeah. Facebook. We got a page. We like we, that's where the majority of our updates come from is our uh, Facebook page. So give that a like if you want to. Uh, uh, I never knew I would say like, subscribe, and follow, but here I am. God, I hell, oh, God. Oh yeah. Oh, oh God. and we're taking like five minutes to do it too. Oh, oh God. Oh, I feel dirty, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Oh. Let's just let's just stop the recording now. We're good.